my modern warfare 2 campaign review will be spoiler free i won't say any major things that happen in the story i will talk about some gameplay mechanics that might have frustrated me but also impressed me there is good there is bad and there's obviously a future i'm gonna break it all down for you right here at the beginning of the video that way you don't have to go looking for the information we do that right here at the front in the way of an update and then it is a live stream so it's a longer video hit subscribe and the bell button that way you don't miss out on all the content that we do here this is a reforge update my modern warfare 2 campaign review is a little mixed it's mostly positive i still think this game is going to be a game of the year contender there's mixed responses from the community right now this will be a spoiler free review if you're wanting to avoid story spoilers i will give you the good the bad and the future if you like these quick updates hit subscribe and the bell button that way you don't miss my video so let's just start with the good i already said some of this in my first impressions video but the more i played i did want to highlight some things that i thought stood out graphically i think this is at the top of the next gen fps experience some people misunderstood when i said that this is the archetype now if you're going to build an fps game i don't mean they need to copy the format of call of duty but if you're going to make a next gen first person experience first person shooter experience this game is setting the bar very high the cinematics and the voice acting were on par with big budget movies and tv shows i was captivated every time there was a sequence or a build-up or a scene i actually think everybody in the game is excellent but valeria really stole the show she'll show up at some point no sport no spoilers but that is a character that will show up and i think she is spectacular i really hope we get to see more with that character gameplay was satisfying it was tight it was enjoyable about 90 percent of the time there are some things i'm going to talk about in the bad section that frustrated me but overall i would say 90 percent of the time i found the gameplay to be satisfying very tight very responsive and enjoyable the pacing and the variety felt just right up until the final mission i'm not going to spoil the final mission but i will critique it and talk about why i didn't like how that went i did think in a game like this they strove for a lot of variety and i believe they succeeded in that aim there is so much so many different missions in the campaign and i found them all enjoyable with the exception of maybe one the sound design for the guns took the entire experience up a notch be sure to play with really good speakers or headphones at the very least turn your tv up so you can hear them i thought that the story beats and the moments were meaningful they were impactful and the surprises or like the cool moments they didn't feel cliche they didn't feel super predictable i like the twists and the turns along the way so let's talk about the bad keep in mind i still give this game a solid eight and a half maybe a nine just the campaign obviously we're not talking about multiplayer because there's issues there that we'll get into uh in a separate video i felt some of the bad things in the campaign was the enemy ai it felt pretty inconsistent sometimes it was unnecessarily aim botish uh and other times they felt really dumb and brain dead i was playing on regular i've heard critiques of veteran and hardened some of the missions are abysmal when you turn the mission difficulty up and overall i feel like that could be attributed to the ai being maybe a little overtuned at times maybe a little too accurate even on regular it took away from the immersion and was reminding 
reminding me that I was playing a video game because there were times where I just felt like the enemies responded in very bizarre or again overtuned ways I think this speaks to the game's overall quality that the minute there's a slight misstep it feels like a record scratch like the game is just cruising along and feeling so good that when something doesn't go right it really stands out I think that speaks to the game's quality the stealth and the scavenging mission I thought it felt very organic, it was creative, it was cool, until enemy discovery became kind of a nuisance, there just seemed to be a lack of information, Uh, that was mainly the problem, I had tools, I had made all these different things, and people were like, oh, you can use the tools that you have, but I just really struggled with sort of decision paralysis, because I didn't know where enemy locations were, and when I tried to get that information, I kept getting seen. Again, some of the AI felt overtuned. I sensed that in the water mission. There was a guy in a boat who saw me from what felt like a mile away. You know, you kind of have to allow that slow discoverability sometimes in missions like this because, again, it's first person. It's a little bit more difficult to navigate stealth. I thought it was creative and innovative. I just don't think they pulled it off as well as I would have hoped. I think this led to some of the missions, some of those areas, being pure trial and error, just sort of getting success through either brute forcing it or just repetition, which really takes away from that immersive feel of beating the game. When you're playing on regular, you don't expect to be failing all that often, or at the very least, you don't expect to be failing at the same spot over and over again. And I could have just had maybe a bad checkpoint, but... I did feel that mission fell a little flat. The ending mission, I think, could have been much better with respect to pacing if it was like the second to last mission. It was jarring, it was disorienting, it was confusing, it didn't feel like a very good note to end on, it's very different than the rest of the game. I'm not trying to spoil what happened, so... I didn't appreciate that. Other people thought it was great, this huge change of pace. I don't think you do that for a climax in a story, a movie, a TV show, or a book. You don't suddenly change pacing and and style. it, It felt like a giant record scratch, which was unfortunate because I was having a 9 out of 10 experience up to that moment, and it kind of took the wind out of the sails. So that's the good and the bad. Overall, I still give this game a solid eight and a half, maybe almost a nine, other than a few of those things. I was told that if I replayed and really played differently and embraced some of the mechanics and embraced some of the equipment, I might have had a better time. I don't know if that really would have changed my opinion about the execution of stealth and the execution of a final mission being so different than the rest of the game. However, I do think the last segment here, there's a future for this game beyond just what we've seen. It's clear they have a lot of ideas and endgame content mechanics that they showed off in the campaign. Some of this is obviously hinting at what you're going to be doing in the DMZ Tarkov-style game mode with scavenging and crafting, but I could see even some of that finding its way to the PvE content. The mid-credits cutscene is obviously very exciting for longtime fans. If you want to see what that is, look it up. I won't tell you. But I think that mid-credits cutscene was a big bump for everybody to say, oh man, there's more coming. What a great thing to kind of, you know, bring back to the game. 
I actually hope Valeria gets her own DLC and more story. They kind of leave her story open, no spoilers, but, you know, I I think they could do amazing things with her character. The AI and their accuracy and their aimbot behavior, some of the stealth, some of the tankiness of the enemies, the crafting, and the overall sense of difficulty has me a little worried about Spec Ops and the raids if they want to deal in sort of that flat, false difficulty of everything's tanky and aimbotish that's a little concerning i am though remaining optimistic given the amount of work that went into this title i think that the spec ops and the raids will be a huge uptick for those wanting more out of pve content from call of duty modern warfare 2 so that's my full review of the campaign the good the bad and the future again i still give it high marks and i'm looking forward to diving into more PVE content within this game as always check out Reforge Gaming where I stream live you can let me know there or you can let me know here what do you think of my review where did you land on the game as always hit subscribe and the bell button and I'll see you in the next one and I'll see the rest of you right now good morning good afternoon and good evening I appreciate you guys being here this morning make sure you're going through your daily ritual be in live chat you don't want to be in top chat you want to be in live chat that way you can see what everybody is saying and then smash that like button the like button is so key to getting our streams off to a great start i'm going to change the sequence today uh to a three minute on the we've got a new thing that we're doing with the uh, with the different cameras, I recorded my very first uh, Lego video last night. With that one, that's not going to be launching anytime soon. We'll have to get a couple of. Uh, I think we'll get a couple of sets done before we start doing that. Good to see you in chat, Takashi. Appreciated your lengthy comment on the campaign. And sorry, Discord. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Oh, nobody's in here. Uh, so good to see you, Takashi. He left me a pretty lengthy comment. He kind of anticipated some of my frustration. He's watched me long enough to know he knew what I was going to get snagged on. He knew what was going to irritate me in the campaign. I don't know how I feel about the new YouTube update. Oh, there was another update that went out. I've not seen it. I know they're rounding a lot of the corners of the buttons and things to give it like a smoother look which i think is pretty dope i've not checked to see if there's been an app update is it the app or the website he knew you wouldn't use mount no he knew that the stealth mission would irritate me he's like yeah i saw that coming because he you know he played ahead of me um and and the final mission the final mission it was like yeah this 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 is gonna irritate folks right a lot of people warned me about the final mission they thought yeah i don't I had people telling me, like, I don't think you're going to like the final mission, Lono. And I didn't. I didn't like it that much at all. You know what I mean? I gave the campaign a solid 8. Would have made it a 9. But the last mission did it in for me. Yeah, I was was ready to give it a solid 9. I really, really was. I felt that it kind of knocked it down a peg for me. Because it was like, well, here we go again. What I felt was one of the weakest parts in the game rears its head again, and it's like, okay, (laughs) you know, all right, we're going to do this again. Here we go, you know, making me want to play COD a little bit. I have told people, even like, even with some of my criticisms, you have to understand something. 
my criticisms are honestly made in light of the fact that it was such a good campaign does that make sense when i was playing through batman arkham knight i remember i criticized barbara gordon's voice actor why because she was in the midst of some of the best voice acting in video games you you had you had mike from Breaking Bad doing Commissioner Gordon. You had Mark Hamill as Joker. I'm trying it a little bit more zoomed out today. You can see a little bit of the desk area adding a little bit more of that layer of like, hey, he's in a real studio. I uh, we'll, we'll see what we think of the more zoomed out feel. Yo, good morning, Feed. Good to see you in the chat. Nice to see you there. I like it. Yeah, I did obviously make sure the desk looked, you know, presentable. It's normally not that messy. Uh, but I made sure it doesn't look too bad. Uh, I'd like it more, uh, if that red was green. You want green on the wall? I'm here to tell you it's gonna look terrible if we do that. I'm here to tell you. I'm, I'm here to tell you. I don't, I don't... Okay, maybe not. That's actually not bad. I was worried. I think the green looks a little bit better against the blue instead of by itself when we were doing green by itself I didn't like it but against the blue it actually looks kind of hot uh yeah you can pre-order Modern Warfare 2 right now uh you can jump yeah that glow is like hitting me from the side I don't know how to do it's hard it's it's hard to get the lighting in here just right to where it doesn't affect me because it's like it's hitting that wall and now I'm now I'm glowing over here uh see why you want red it's like it's so it's so yeah it's so abrasive like the red y'all the red doesn't create a glow effect <clears throat> the green looked nice on the wall well I'll fiddle with it and see if I can't get it to not glow so much I might be able to turn down the brightness uh totally makes sense to me my complaints are always harsher or at least more pointed when I'm talking about a game I really love right like Every single thing that I said about the Modern Warfare 2 campaign, every single thing that I said, it's it's because it's so good. Do you understand? Like, because the campaign is so good, I zeroed in on what feels like missteps. It's like, you guys were humming. This thing was cooking. And then all of a sudden... They're, like You guys made some really weird decisions, right? And... Again, it's subjective to every player. There are some players that are going to be like, bro, I thought those moments were amazing, or I thought the way they did that was awesome, and I'm sitting here going, cool, I didn't feel that way, right? So I'm not going to sit here and say that my word is the objective truth on the matter. I'm just saying, as someone who was carrying the banner for Call of Duty, and I was like, you guys have got to play this campaign. It's amazing. I kind of want to warn people. I feel there's a few missteps along the way that really take a... They don't take away from how good the campaign is. It almost highlights how good the campaign is because you're having such a good time that when those moments happen, it's jarring. You're like, what the huh? Like, I've been having such a good time. Why is this happening? Have you seen Donkey video on MW2? That was about my experience with it as well. No, I've not seen it. What did he say? Can you give me a summary? Um, No need for plants. We have Legos to put there. Yeah, we're going to put Legos over there. Yeah, I didn't show it off yet, but I've got the big almost 3,000-piece Nintendo set 
some guy named Alex showed up during a member stream and went bonkers. I haven't seen him since. I, I don't even know. Yeah, gunplay is amazing. I, I like. I didn't have any complaints about the gunplay, the gun sound, the gun audio. Every every part of it just felt exactly right. It was like, dude, this is this is the experience you want to have when you're playing a Call of Duty campaign. Now I am getting pushback from people. I had a video. I think it's going to hit a hundred thousand views on that on the other platform. You guys know the uh, the platform where the kiddos like to hang out, and uh, that platform we are we're periodically having videos just absolutely take off and my video about modern warfare 2 and how good it is it's sitting at 98,000 views and what was funny to me was i was getting a lot of people disagreeing and you know what they were saying they were saying uh it's clear you didn't play modern warfare 2019 and i was like call it the clock app yeah, the clock app, you know. Yeah. Anyways, the one where the kids dance to the songs and you can do duets and stuff. There are a lot of people on there. And they're like, bro, you clearly didn't play Modern Warfare 2019. And I was like, you know, uh, you're right. Now, I say that in the video, so it's not like they guessed it. I, I open the video and say... I played Call of Duty all the way up to Black Ops 3, and then I took a break from the game. And this game is just absolutely stellar. And I wonder if some of the negative reviews or the people who aren't super enthused about it, are they just experiencing franchise fatigue? And those of us that decided to come back to Call of Duty with this game, we're like, bro, this is fantastic. This is so good. What, what's everybody talking about? Your worries about spec ops and raids are very warranted. MW 2019 was not very well received. Oh, what they did spec ops in Modern Warfare 2019? You need to play Cold War, says Toby. I came back to it after a break and it was amazing. The Italian says, love the campaign, but the vehicle jumping mechanics are horrible. 90% of my deaths were in that mission. You know what's funny about a mission like that, the Italian? I got through it unscathed practically i think i died once or something because i ran over the car i was supposed to get in <laughs> it was pretty funny but that was the only time i died so my my experience in the car mission was well that was pretty fun i had people watching that were like i had a terrible time with the car mission and then i had a terrible time with the stealth mission and then other people were like i thought the stealth mission was spectacular i didn't have the issues that you had i think some of the some of the missions if you can scathe through it and kind of jump through the ring of fire, it feels fantastic. But the minute you start failing in the car one or the stealth one, it ruins the tone of the mission. You're like, come on. I remember I had this experience in, there were a couple quick time events in one of the Tomb Raiders that were kind of easy to fail. And it ruined the moment. Like a quick time event supposed to be this like you're rushing and water's coming behind you and buildings are falling down. It's supposed to be this really crazy cinematic experience. And when you start dying, it kind of ruins it. It's like, well, that doesn't really feel all that cinematic to try this quick time event for the fourth time, right? 
So, could we get some more likes on the video? Really solid turnout already today. I need 40 more likes from you guys. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel so you can say good morning or hello. Good to see you in the chat, Jaratal. Always good to see you. There we go. Our God of War Ragnarok short just spun up like a freaking top. There we go. Cinematics better than Modern Warfare 2, but the set pieces needed to be more fluid. I didn't feel that experience at all. Different camera angles. Yeah, so we have a second camera now over there. Hello, it's another of the same camera that I have now. I have a rig in the ceiling for it, and I recorded my very first Lego uh, video. And I unboxed the X-Wing, so we'll kick off every series on that channel. I, we've picked a name, so we'll set all that up. We'll brand it and have all that. It will not be a reforged property because it's not even remotely associated with gaming, except when we've obviously built something gaming-related. But by and large, it's not going to be associated with the reforged channel, other than the fact that you'll know it's me and recognize my voice. Yo, what's good, Lazaro? If you compare the car mission to the snowmobile mission from the OG MW2, it really makes me feel like they missed a step with the new one every game can get in the way of the experience right and i feel like that's what happens in some of these missions eugene like the stealth mission i am convinced my stealth mission got jacked up like i think i just got a bad checkpoint and i had enemies in really crappy positions so i just couldn't do anything it was like all of their timing was off the guys were all literally right next to windows and it's like i I can't do anything. Now, I could have just, like, creatures, like, if you'd have just laid down, well, but then what? Right? What? what, what, Well, then what? I'm going to lay down, and then what? I can't see anything. I don't know where anybody is. I just couldn't move. It was like, I, I went to the left, I went forward, I went to the right, and I kept getting seen, and once you get seen by one, it's over. They're going to bum rush you you're it's over you know your your time in the sun is is coming to an end very quickly so the car missions are very similar i think i think once you start failing it's easy for you to get stuck in kind of a loop of failure and you're like well that mission sucked and then your buddy let's say i'm your buddy and we're talking about it i'm like i didn't have any issues with the car mission i got through it and it was awesome and i jumped in this and that there was a funny moment where i ran over the car i was supposed to jump on it was actually a pretty funny moment i was like well that didn't go as planned i like get out of my car and i'm standing on it it's like like runs over the car that uh i was trying to jump in you just lay down and they will pass and drive off no, no, di- not the same mission, Detective Seeds. I'm talking about the one in the in the village. I ended up in a coffee shop. It's the one where you're scavenging and you're like building smoke bombs and stuff. When I was in that coffee shop, I couldn't freaking budge. I got seen every time. I was in a building and they would see me through the windows and I was crouched. So I was like, uh, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I tried, I tried a couple different ways. And that's one of those things where you try a couple things and you're like, okay, I don't understand. Am I doing something wrong? Did I miss a door? You start to feel like they're trying to funnel you to a particular solution. So I just said, F it. And I just started shooting everybody. (laughs) I just started shooting everybody. Why don't you go on roof first? I didn't know you could get on the roof, Kenpachi. I I fell through the floor. Like, I fell through the floor, and I was just in the bottom of 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 a coffee shop. Oh, they don't drive off there. Sorry, I thought you meant the sniper mission. No, 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 no. The sniper mission, you just you just lay still, and then eventually, yeah, they take off. 
Uh, what is Butter saying here? The sniper stealth mission was amazing. I died when they had the patrol walk past. This actually showed me that this was a locked experience. Regardless of where you laid, uh, the final guy in the patrol will force you to slow move, giving you a lot of tension. It was insane. I was like, no, I want paid next to my t- played next to my teammate. Don't well, he won't come near me. They did, and I was wowed. Yeah, some of the hiding in the grass was difficult again because you couldn't see. So you're just sort of like trusting that they're gonna leave. Other than that, I didn't. I liked the sniping mission quite a bit. I liked moving around and getting the angles for the two for ones. Guys, we need 200 likes on the vid. We got a lot of people here. You gotta go through that ritual. We we yesterday I didn't feel like I had to ask for likes. I can't. I, I hate having to ask for likes, but we know that if we don't, it will hurt us. Yo, a $10 tip from TJ Rage through Super Chat. After playing this in the third-person mode and a few other PlayStation third-person games, I decided to try Ghost Recon Breakpoint. I never would have played it. Now I love it. Thanks, COD. Uh, Cliffo says, IGN rated this below Vanguard. That company do something good and rate Gotham Knights low, then it all goes downhill. I'm going to be reacting to the IGN review on our reaction channel. I meant to do it this morning, but I had too much work to do. I didn't get anything typed up yesterday because we went late with gameplay yesterday, so Creature Nice Call went late. It threw my whole evening off. So, so... I, I'll be reacting to that. I, I wish I would have had it for you today. I don't. I don't have that ready for you. Um, so I, I don't understand. I truly don't understand how they played the Modern Warfare 2 campaign and gave it a 6. I don't get it at all. I don't. Like, I'm going to read their review because I really want to know what the frick did you guys do? What did you play? What did you experience that made you conclude this game was barely above a 5. It was barely above Gotham Knights. Are you freaking kidding me? A joke of a game with performance issues and a 63% on Steam, right? And you're going to you're going to you're going to give Modern Warfare 2 campaign a point above that and you score it beneath Vanguard? Vanguard's campaign was shredded. Nobody everybody gave that low scores. Yeah, they gave Vanguard a 7, so it it stands to reason from everything I've gathered from the community that Vanguard at a 7 would have easily put Modern Warfare 2's campaign review at an 8. A a 6? What? Based on Lono's stealth skills, I want a member stream of him trying to do a stealth game. I've played stealth games. Most stealth games are third person. You guys act like one mission where I can't see the enemies is indicative of, like, me being bad at stealth games. Like, I don't get that at all. I, I played all the Splinter Cells. I've I've snuck around in Ghost of Tsushima. I've taken out entire camps and never been seen. I, I was I loved all the Assassin Creed's. I'm, I'm perfectly good at a stealth game. When you're equipped with what the frick to do, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess I'm now permanently bad at stealth because I I got shot a couple of times in Call of Duty. Come on. One of my favorite games of all time is Ghost of Tsushima. Like, it's not that I'm bad at stealth. Listen, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you what it is. First-person games, they're, they're hard to get stealth right. I'm telling you right now, it's really hard to get stealth right because you feel like you can't see enough. You're like... 
where is everybody? And then you like go like this. You're like, huh? Oh, they saw me. You, what am I supposed to do? I want a first person. The mission was not in your favor. That's what I'm saying. I never liked doing stealth and dishonored for the same reason. I always felt like I couldn't. I couldn't see what was going on. It was like I would try to peek, try to do something, and they'd be like, "He's over there." Like the AI in Dishonored sometimes was bonkers. There'd be a guy standing in a hallway like this, like facing forward, and I would like cross the hallway, and he'd be like, "Huh?" And he'd like look at me, and I'm like, "What the huh?" Like. I know in real life that they would see you, but we knew Splinter Cell. I love Splinter Cell. I'm actually excited that they're remaking it. Best first-person stealth is Far Cry games. Yeah, I always felt like you could do stealth okay in Far Cry games because the AI was, you know, was pretty forgiving in those games. You know, in those games. What was IGN smoking to give the campaign a six? I don't know. Takashi says Lono was right. It's not the player's fault. Half but implementation. I absolutely loved the Modern Warfare 2 campaign. I just that there was those two moments where I'm like, what? What are you talking about? What what is this? Best stealth recently is AC. Yeah, I think AC, I think Assassin's Creed gets stealth right. It's not much of a stealth game anymore. It's more of an action fighting game, but I love Far Cry Stealth on the hardest difficulty. It was great. IGN gets that good crack. I, I truly, this is one of the dilemmas with scores, okay? This is one of the dilemmas with review scores because you end up in situations where I remember when Angry Joe reviewed Batman Arkham Knight and I think he scored it lower than Watch Dogs or the same as Watch Dogs, I can't remember. And I remember being like, Joe, what the frick? It was mainly because the PC port was so bad, and he was really angry about that. He kind of admitted his bias in his review about that. But at the same time, that's I think that's where review scores can get a little tough, because, hey, we gave this thing a 5. Gotham Knights is bad, okay? The guy shreds it, right? And then they come to the Modern Warfare 2 campaign... And so much of what I think, I, I bet you 10 bucks, so much of what that review is about is burnout, or I've done this before, or this feels familiar. It's like, my spidey sense is tingling. I bet that's what a lot of their review centers on. It wouldn't surprise me, like, at all. If they're like, yeah, it feels kind of familiar, feel like I played this one before. It's like, okay. But, but... I have to admit my own bias, right? I, yeah, the guy on Friday, I don't even know how much he gave Murph because I asked my wife, I was like, did he expect us to spend all that money on Legos? Like, does he want me to go to the Lego store and drop all that money on it? That's why I just told him, I was like, dude, if you want to spend money on Legos, just buy them off the wish list. They said it's lackluster. Listen, I will admit my own bias. I am one of the people that returned to Call of Duty for Modern Warfare 2. I came back to Call of Duty. I didn't play Cold War. I didn't play Vanguard. I didn't play Modern Warfare 2019. So everything felt fresh and shiny and new. So yes, that's shading my review a little bit. But I'm still a gamer at the end of the day. And I've played shooters since Wolfenstein 3D. So if you come out with a lackluster, boring, predictable, cliche first-person shooter campaign, I'm going to pick up on it because I've played almost all of them, right? It doesn't matter that I took a break 
from the game. There's an element of new car smell, but at the same time, like, come on. I, what, I shut my whole brain off and I'm like, I've never shot a gun before in a video game. No, I, like, I truly felt that they did something special with this campaign. The IGN reviewer came at this game like, it's Call of Duty, so it can't be better than an 8. A lot of people think my Game of the Year prediction is unlikely because of that, that that's how the press treats it. They're like, yeah, it's Call of Duty. It's just, it's like Madden. It's like FIFA. Who the frick cares? You're just shooting people. How many people, you should see how many people commented on my Call of Duty short, and that's what they said. You're getting all excited about a game you've played before. You clearly haven't played it. You haven't played it if you think that. And it was all the people that were butthurt about my Gotham Knights criticisms. Yeah, you, you're hard on Gotham Knights, but you'll turn around and you'll praise Call of Duty. You've played this this exact same game that you've played before. And I'm like, no, it's not. I've never played a Call of Duty like this. And I didn't stop playing until Black Ops 3. So I played a whole heck of a lot of them. And I'm here to tell you that this is a good one. This is a solid one. I haven't played COD since the original Modern Warfare series, and I really enjoyed it. Not as much as the first... Uh, Stealth mission, but man, it looks good. Warzone's nothing but hackers. I don't play Warzone because of that. I seriously consider buying this Call of Duty because of how good it looks. Yeah, I think this is the first. This is the first uh, next gen TGZ. I know you're upset. Try not to use all caps, okay? I appreciate you being here. I'm sorry you're having a hard time with Warzone. If you guys are enjoying my coverage and you guys are enjoying the stream, do me a favor: smash a like button. Let's get 300 likes on the video. Easy peasy. We've got 40 people right now that can do that. That review, all like the best platforming in years, perfect controls. Bowser is as cool as ever. The challenge is spot on, but it's another Mario game. Six out of (laughs) ten. The meat of their review, they praise the sound, the graphics, and the gunplay. An underwhelming story and level designs that are too concerned with replicating the success of previous campaigns rather than embracing its own good ideas for more than a single mission apiece. Wait, what? I don't even understand that sentence. How is the story... How is the story underwhelming? I don't get that. Yo, what's good, D-Tom? How are you? Good to see you. The issue with the review is that he reviews films and TV and not games. What do you mean? If he reviews films and movies and TV shows, he should have been really impressed with this as a video game. As a, as a medium that's typically cliche, predictable, it was excellent. The twists and the turns were awesome. People are like, oh, I saw that coming a mile away. I'm like, I didn't see that coming a mile away. Two seconds ago, they were high-fiving, and now the guy's being a douche. Like, I didn't see that coming. The ending... The ending is fine. The mission is not. Like, you understand? Like, I don't have an issue with how they ended the story at all. I thought the story was awesome. Now, it is a little clean, right? I'm not going to get into any story spoilers. But there are some pretty significant players that they're just like, oh, yeah, that person's no longer, they're gone. You're like, okay, are we safe to just sit out in the open and hang out, you know? I don't know. Like, I do feel like they left some loose ends untied, which more than likely, that's potentially then part of 
the issue with DLC and future campaign. There's going to be more Modern Warfare 2 campaign, so it is possible that they just sort of all of a sudden move certain people out of frame and you don't even really know what happens, you know, and you're like, well, uh, are they are they coming back or not? Um, he's IGN News and Features Editor. He's been working in games media for over a decade. Uh, he has bylines at PC Gamer and PC Games N. Here at IGN, you'll find him reporting on the latest gaming and entertainment news, as well as creating documentaries for the Inside Story series. He's also a regular voice on the IGN UK podcast. He's a fan of intricate systems and games. He loves a good RPG or immersive sim. Uh, with the likes of Mass Effect, Final Fantasy, Bloodborne, and Dishonored among his many favorites. He has a minor obsession with mechs, and so, unsurprisingly, he spends a lot of time painting Warhammer when he's off-duty. I mean, yeah, I don't think we can just excuse his review to be like, oh, he typically reviews movies and TV shows. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't buy into that. I really, really don't. I, I feel like, I feel like the review is, hey, there, there, it's, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it also could be as simple as this. When everyone's praising the game and you bash the game, you're going to get more clicks. I, like, I guarantee you that review, it just feels calculated. It's like on the heels of giving Gotham a 5, you're going to walk out and give Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 a 6. You're going to give it a 6. That's your Modern Warfare 2 campaign review. A 6. After, after people clearly looked at Gotham and had layered upon layered problems with it. Like, listen to the IGN review of that game. It's painful. It's painful. The guy is so, he almost sounds depressed. He's like sad to make the video. And then your issue with Modern Warfare 2 is, well, the story's underwhelming. What, what the, huh? That's that, why I, I, I can't wait to re- I can't wait to react to the review because I want to I want to see him substantiate the claim. You know, I want I want to see him substantiate the claim. Why is it underwhelming? What what do they do that you feel is not impactful or cool? Definitely think that that's a click farm element. I also think he's not the person to review COD, just like I'm not the person to review Halo. So if the campaign is great. and You don't play multiplayer. Is it worth a $70 price tag? Here's the thing, Aaron, because of Spec Ops and the raids, I actually think it is worth the $70 because you're going to get Spec Ops and raids. I think the campaign is an excellent starting piece for more PvE content. I, I, I have no problem saying that this game is worth it even if you don't touch multiplayer. It's very true. Nowadays, people will purposely downgrade and mock a game just to get attention. Well, look at what's happening. Everybody's talking about his review. Like, he got what he wanted. If he was just another 8 out of 10 in a sea of 8s and 9s, then no one would have paid any attention to his review. His review click rate probably skyrocketed. Why? Because he gave it one point higher than Gotham Knights. One of the most anticipated games of the year. One of the, what in my opinion, one of the best looking games I've played on next gen. And this guy walks out and is like, yeah, you know, it was a little bit better than Gotham Knights. Said this in Discord. Outlets posting pretty images with a single sentence summary and a one-digit hexagon review score are looking for clicks. The number of mostly pointless... Oh, the number's mostly pointless if we read it in full. 
Is PvP and Spec Ops all cross-platform? As far as I know, yeah. As far as I know, I don't think that that's any of that's going to be locked to a single platform. That that they when I interviewed the guy for Modern Warfare 2019, it it, it, it was at E3 2019. He said cross-platform and cross-play was a huge push that they wanted to have be standard in the uh, in the franchise going forward. It did deserve a point dot for all the visual bugs in the sniping level. It was crazy bad. I didn't... What visual bugs in the sniping level? Guys, can we get 300 likes on the video? If you're new and just tuning in, do me a favor and smash the like button. We only need 20 more to hit a new milestone. Hit subscribe so you can talk in the chat. I'd love to hear from you. What did you think of the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 campaign? What did you think about it? I'm giving it like a solid 8.5. I, I was ready to give it a 9. I was ready to give it a 9. They did a couple of things that I found off-putting and jarring. Uh, no spo- no spoilers, but I thought the final mission was poorly executed. It didn't feel like a good choice. And then the stealth elements in the one mission kind of fell apart for me and didn't really work out all that well. But everything else in the game I thought was fantastic. Well, the tank fight was kind of dumb. I thought the tank fight didn't work very well. Am I excited for multiplayer? No. Our second show today is about that and why I'm not excited for multiplayer. We will get to that. Don't jump ahead, please. (laughs) Don't jump ahead. Don't cannibalize my second show. Uh, When Call of Duty steps into the landscape, gaming news goes quiet. Nobody wants to say or announce anything right now. Because the king, the king is on the block, right? No, no one wants to announce or say anything right now. Still playing the campaign, says Silverback. It's amazing on the PS5. I'm enjoying the whole thing. Small issues on how they executed parts. However, great game overall. This is like the same argument for people that hate uh, Bay's Transformers. I'm not sure what you're saying. Oh. Oh, 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 the Michael Bay Transformer movies. Love the shirt. Thank you. Deadpool Collection over at 80s Tees. If you guys uh, want to use my code over there, don't forget to support our sponsors. I'm cooking up some new sponsors for you. We should have a sponsor announcement tomorrow, and I should be hopping on a call with another potential sponsor, and we'll, uh, we'll have more info forthcoming about that if it goes through. We're excited. Uh, Prasad needs attention. I got bored of all the crafting and stealth missions easily in the bottom top COD campaigns. People who say it's good are just lifeless COD fanboys. So you typed that up and you think that's so good that you need to spam it in my chat that many times? You think it's that thoughtful and that worth reading? Like, don't be so insecure, dude. Like, number one, you got bored of all of the crafting and stealth missions. There's one. And then at the end, you it's not even the full mission. The final mission, the last two minutes, you do it again. So all of the crafting and stealth missions, there's one. And I, saying that people who say it's good are just lifeless COD fanboys. Well, people who say it's bad are dumb and probably named Ted with an I. Like... What, what, we're just making statements about people who like and dislike things. You're just broadly insulting people. Crafting. Well, you do craft in the stealth mission. You're like, you're, you're gathering resources and crafting like little, little bombs and stuff. Is that before or after I'm a mindless zombie? Right, Sven? <laughs> 
Speaking of the $70 argument, Murph said, I had a disagreement with someone in a different server I'm in. They didn't want to start paying more for games, and I threw the, then you're part of the problem with the game industry argument at them. They then proceeded to destroy them with facts and logic about inflation, scope, ETC. They still think 70 is too much. I was done after that. It's not worth it. Rip Ted. (laughs) Ted with an I. I, that, That literally came off top of my head. Loving the new angle. Thank you, Death. Do you guys like the new angle? This just in. A man named Ted with an I really, really dislikes Call of Duty. We're going to talk about how dumb he is. More at 11. We're, I don't know. If I should, we, need, we need like a banner. We need like a banner across the bottom. <laughs> you know? Is this spoiler free? Yeah, I'm not I'm not breaking any, uh, any story elements. I, I've described mechanics, but nothing that happens in the story. I won't. I won't spoil anything for you. <sighs> it's not his job to worry about the economy and base his financial decision on your take on the industry, though. Well, it no. It's not anybody's job to worry about the economy. However, if you are if you are an acidic effect on an economic reality, don't be mad when the when it comes back to bite you on the rear end. Right? Dollar menu gaming, everything should be free, prices shouldn't go up. That mentality, you're asking for lower quality games. You're asking for smaller budgets, smaller scopes, smaller teams, less investment. That's what you're asking for. You're asking for an unhealthy economic reality. Right? you going to go to McDonald's and expect a five-star restaurant cheeseburger? No. Why? Because you're going somewhere where the price is as low as possible. Right? This is food that humans can consume. It's like the lowest quality of food consumption you can get and you're paying for it. You're, you know, you're paying five bucks and you're not expecting five-star quality meat. You're not expecting a five-star quality meal. Why? Because you're going to the lowest price. So when you start trying to approach the gaming economy with that attitude, you're basically saying, I want McDonald's gaming. That's what I want. And I'll tell you what you get. You're going to get games like Gotham Knights. You're not going to get big budget titles like Modern Warfare 2 with professional voice actors and cinematics that look like something out of a TV show or a movie. You're not. My spoilery comments are on the second playthrough VOD. On the impressions VOD, I avoided spoilers as much as I could. Thank you, Takashi. It's easy for people to scroll past a comment if they're worried about spoilers. I wouldn't be too concerned. You know. Can we stop with food analogies? I'm getting hungry again. Sorry. So, yeah, I know you're playing Devil's Advocate, TJ Rage. I would never tell somebody, hey, it's your responsibility to be concerned with the economic realities of gaming, but... Don't frickin' be surprised if you treat gaming like fast food if it turns into fast food. Lowest price, lowest price, free, free, bundled, bundled, cheap, cheap, $1, $2, I don't want to spend money. And then you're going to turn around and wonder why everything is mismarketed, misleading, and you get some piece of trash game, right? This guy said... You look... I'm not going to let anybody see it. I'm just going to read it because he's done. You look like a nerd who never had a girlfriend. Don't call me dumb fanboy. I just... You're the side of the Call of Duty fan base that no one wants to talk to, right? You're the guy that no one wants to invite to the party. Like, 
that's your insult really like what is that did you go to the library and say hey I need a book of insults that are basically at the intelligence equivalent of a 13 year old who's throwing a tantrum on the playground do you got one they're like yeah we got you bud here you go and they hand it to you and then you're gonna come on the internet and that's your comeback it took you that long to come up with that that I've never had a girlfriend like is that the epitome of a slam to you by the way, if you don't know what a slam is, it's that's an older colloquialism. A slam is like an insult or a diss. Uh, you know. Do you know what a diss track is? Anyways, I don't understand. Like, that's the side of the Call of Duty community I don't want to engage with. That's why I don't really cover Warzone, because I feel like you guys come out of the woodwork. It's like I'm enjoying the game and you're so insecure that that's somehow a problem, right? What on earth? A $20 tip from Lone Wolf through Super Chat. With the, econo- with the economy topic, we can't just blindly accept higher prices. If they ask for more money, they better raise the quality. Homie, why do you think... I agree with you, Lone Wolf. Why do you think I got out the bat on Gotham Knights? Why? People are like, "What? just let it go, bro. Stop talking about it. I'm like, no. Absolutely not. I got out the bat. Like, if you want to come out here and charge $70, so you better justify it. You better deliver greatness. If anybody tries to say that, like, oh, that game's worth $70, come on. No, it's not. Even the people that are enjoying it have to admit that that's not a $70 game. Insults like that just reveal exactly the weak spot of the troll. If you made a joke about his lack of girlfriend, he'd likely have a stroke. (laughs) Yeah, don't tell him I'm married with two kids. That'll really... <laughs> don't don't tell him don't tell him that don't tell him that you actually look like you drown in I don't know if I would enjoy that that sounds awful number one drowning is terrible number two if it's big enough to drown in I don't know if I want to go in there but I appreciate the compliment <laughs> I'm happily married my friend <laughs> gee many Christmas can we get four <laughs> can we get 400 likes on the video holy moly Yo, it's good, Rainbow. Look at you, you nerd with a wife and kids. I actually had a guy tell me that on a short recently. He's like, you're such a nerd. And I was like, okay. And? You know what I mean? You might as well have been like, you're such a dude. You're such a guy. Yep. Yep. Totally pegged me. Got me. I'm a nerd. (laughs) What the hell? What on earth? What is, what is that? What? How is that an insult? <laughs> Yo, Doom hitting a five-month milestone as a member. Forget 70. It's a game that I'd have been forced to play. Not even worth my time. I wouldn't play Gotham. It was friggin' free. You know what I mean? Nerd's an insult now. Being smarter than the average is an insult. The other thing they do is they were using the emote of like the guy with glasses and the buck teeth. And I was like, I don't have buck teeth, but okay. And that they just kept coming and doing that. Like my Dead Space short just ruffled the jimmies of the internet. There is some Dead Space subreddit somewhere where they're just coming to that short. Like, how dare you say this xenomorph necro? No, necromorph. Yeah, how dare you say this necromorph looks plastic? <laughs> they're they're losing their freaking minds. 
They're losing their minds. Uh, yo, a $5 tip from D. Rick Venegas. Uh, everyone has different gaming needs. I appreciate how they gave us a taste of DMZ spec ops and raids with the alone mission and the sniping mission. I agree. I liked that. I liked getting a sample. So if you haven't played it yet, no spoilers. In the Modern Warfare 2 campaign, they introduce some of the the, the, the tactics that you're going to need and some of the mechanics that are going to be inside of Modern Warfare 2 DMZ, uh, Call of Duty spec ops, the Modern Warfare 2 raids. All of those things are seemingly tied to the campaign. They're like preparing you. Imori hit a 14-month milestone as a member. Everyone is a nerd about something. Awesome show as always. Thank you. Welcome back in, Imori. Insomniac Black with a $5 tip through Super Chat. Lono never had a girlfriend. The stork must have brought you and your kids your wife. Yeah, I don't know how it happened. I don't know what happened. By the way, I can tell you something that did happen. We dropped on membership quite a bit. So if you got a gifted membership in the past, consider jumping back in. We're down to like the 1600s. Previously, we were at like, we hit 3000. Then we were in the 2000s. Now we're at 1600. The big, big push that you guys did about a month ago fell off. That's fine. We're not worried. But we want to continue to press upon people and say, listen, if you enjoyed that membership for that month and you can afford five bucks, jump back in on your own. Make space for others because there are people here that are generous and they will gift members and we want to make space if we want to we want to raise that floor on membership so if you enjoy my content on a regular basis please consider doing a membership i know that's abnormal on youtube most people don't do what i'm doing right now i'm just leveling with you live streams like mine monday through friday multiple shows a day we don't run ads i i can press a button right now to run ads and i don't do that we need members and that's typically where they come from, either gifted or people converting over and enjoying the show. And we give you plenty of content as a member to to basically incentivize it. Bleep says, I broke down and I bought it. I installed it yesterday. I was super interested in its performance on my hodgepodge system from five years ago, GTX 2060. Given how D2 runs on my system, like crap. I was interested in to see if Modern Warfare 2 would be as unbearable, and it's not. Super smooth, looks great, sounds awesome. Can't wait to dig into the campaign more. Super impressed with what they've done. It's a very, very optimized experience. It really is. You can tell when you play on the, the, the PS5. You can feel it. Like, this thing runs amazing. Is it possible to become a member on mobile? I can't find the button. Sometimes you got to go to your browser on your mobile instead of the app, and sometimes you just have to go to a desktop. Yeah. With all the current popular first-person shooter games, I really wish for a new Marvel's Punisher shooter game that has the fluidity of Modern Warfare. I would need the Punisher game to be third-person, though. I don't know if I'd want to play the Punisher first-person. I want to see the character. Something about superhero games. I need to see the superhero, right? I I need to see the character. Wolverine, Spider-Man, Batman, even Gotham Knights. Like You need to be able to see the characters, in my mind. I was impressed with the sound quality. Yes. Modern Warfare 2 sound design is spectacular. The guns sound incredible. Oh yeah, membership costs an extra dollar on mobile, so just be leery of that. We need 44 more likes on the video if you've been enjoying the show this morning. Listen, if you can't do a membership, consider doing uh consider hitting the like button and hitting subscribe. Those are totally free. We do shows like this Monday through Friday, and we always love to see new subscribers. This guy just did it on my Gotham Knights 30 FPS short. Tell me you're a virgin nerd without telling me. <laughs> Oh my gosh. 
I'm going to approve the comment. I am. I am. Where is it? Where is it? Where did it go? Oh. Hang on. If I go here. No. If I click on this. How do you get to the comments? Published. I have responded. No, I've not responded. There it is. Tell me original. <laughs> Happily married with two kids. And then I'll do the peace sign. Happily married with two kids. There you go. There you go. Man, oh man. It's so funny. What a way to view the world. You know? I know how I'll insult him. <laughs> He's never had sex. <laughs> All right. Oh, membership costs more, a dollar more on Apple. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, Zombies for Infinity Ward installments, as far as I know, is a Treyarch thing. Yeah, there's a rumor that Modern Warfare 2 Zombies is like a thing. Yeah. Apparently, apparently, this is this is something that we've been cooking up. All right, this is something we've been cooking up. What's good, Nick Shot? Good to see you. We've been cooking up the idea that they're not just building another Call of Duty. I wonder if this is sort of a platform. Are they attempting to build what Assassin's Creed Infinity wants to be? Like Assassin's Creed Infinity wants to be like, hey come into our platform and we're going to have all these different games and experiences that you interact with like through this animus are they trying to do something similar with Call of Duty you're going to have Modern Warfare 2 campaign then raids then spec ops then more campaign then you have Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer even within multiplayer you have so many different options you've got third person you've got invasion you've got search and destroy then Apparently, according to rumors, this is all unconfirmed, zombies. So, what if they're not just setting this as like the stage for, hey, in two years, there'll be another, you know, Black Ops or Modern Warfare 3. What if it just becomes a seamless story that's always ongoing and they're adding on to it within that hub? Do you know what I'm saying? It doesn't sound like, again, and we don't even necessarily, yeah, don't forget about DMZ, the Tarkov-like mode. It's almost like they want Call of Duty to be a central hub for anybody that enjoys shooters at any level. You like third person? You like search and destroy? You like tactical? You like big team maps? You like you like things like with vehicles? You, what, you like Tarkov? You like raids? You like co-op missions? Do you like campaign? The, the, do you like zombies? Like, if the zombie rumor is true, then Modern Warfare 2 could be the beginning of a central sort of homogenized hub for the Call of Duty franchise. If that is the fact, I'm glad they are expanding. Seven game modes, 24 months. That's a lot of content and updates to a game. Right, you got 24 months and that, and you're doing all of that, and then what, like, like imagine, imagine after 24 months they gotta do that all over again here's another campaign here's another multiplayer suite here's another batch of maps and modes here's another this here's another that let's get a membership train rolling today says train hey man you guys want to do some gifteds maybe pay it forward if you've never done a membership before consider clicking the join button you can click that dollar symbol at the bottom of chat 
five bucks, man. It adds up if a lot of people do it. Biggest, the biggest concern we have is a lot of folks don't do that on YouTube. We're trying to foster that reality. That's why we do so much members-only content. At the end of every day, we do a members-only talk show. I stream Friday nights with my wife for members. I know that's different here. This isn't like purple, but I think we can foster and grow that, that mentality and that kind of community over here. I believe it's possible. They almost always help or work with each other. Key lead is the key word. See what I did there? Yo, Terminal Stupidity wants to kick things off with five gifted memberships. Guys, make sure and smash the like button. We only need 20 more. Gaming for years, Charlie Quarterman, Gray Fox, Michael B, and Dark Taco. I would say more than half of those names I see here all the time. Welcome in. Welcome to Reforged Gaming. See see what I did there? Uh, That was... That's high tech. It was. No, it really wasn't. I saw it in OBS and I just pointed. Andrew Manger with a $5 tip through Super Chat says, Choo Choo. Thank you so much, my friend. Can't wait for Frickmas. Oh, me either, man. Me either. I hope it gets here like super soon. So I, I can't wait to show off the new bags. Such a nerd move. Such a freaking nerd. What a nerd move. <laughs> hey, we're an hour into the show, and YouTube's like, you should run some advertisements. I actually think we should hit 400 likes and get more members instead. I think that's a better choice. Coffee? Coffee? Right now, we still just have Light Roast and Dark Roast. If you've never ordered our coffee before, it's not a sponsor. Here at Reforge Gaming, wrong hand. Here at Reforge Gaming, we have our own coffee. Reforge Roast. Light Roast and a Dark Roast. If you're a coffee drinker, you definitely need to try it. People in chat will tell you how smooth it is. The balance, acidity is something you need to try if you've never had coffee like that before. You can do the best of both worlds combo. Get a light and a dark roast bag. See which one you like the most. And it's like a small business. It's in my home. My wife and kiddos ship it to you. Derek says, you probably said it. I missed it. But how many hours did it take for your first full playthrough of the campaign? Seven-ish. Seven-ish. Yeah. Little, like, I'd say seven and a half. Yeah, probably seven and a half. That's, that's what a lot of people were saying. They were saying between seven and eight hours. Super Gaming with a $2 tip through Super Chat. Camera swap. And we'll catch you in the next one. <laughs> yeah. And we'll catch you in the next one. I have to look down to. T- I could have just waited. It's on a timer. Two streams on normal difficulty. Yeah, two streams. A three ish and a four ish hour streams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just two streams. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, we got like 20 minutes close to the end yesterday. And I was like, dude, just do it. Just do it. And I was like, all right, fine. If the Tarkov mode is anything like the mission alone, I won't touch it. I'm stuck on that mission and kind of ticked about it. It They went for like organic discovery vengeance, so there's times where you don't even know if you're doing the right thing. If you're in the Modern Warfare 2 campaign mission alone, if you're stuck there, all right, it's it's yeah it they went for this organic thing where there were times i was like i don't know if this is the right am i going the right way right i don't know and then eventually you just kind of figure it out it it's 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 frustrating now depending on the difficulty that you're playing on i had people say that like on veteran it was a dadgum nightmare it was just a nightmare dmz won't be like alone what makes you say that 
many people have said that the DMZ mechanics are literally what we experience in alone. Scavenging, crafting, opening crates. It took me a little longer because the last mission I was glitched in the elevator trying to disarm the missile and I couldn't get out. Had to do redo the mission. Yeah, I like like I said, I might have got a bad checkpoint on the alone mission because I couldn't move without getting seen. You know what I mean? Campaign was frustrating with instruction on what to actually do. You'll have weapons in the DMZ. Well, you'll have weapons, but I'm talking about the mechanics themselves. I'm, I'm not actually saying you won't have anything, you won't have guns, and you'll be running around like a caveman. I'm talking about the fact that, like, you're scavenging, picking stuff up, and you're crafting, and you're, like, breaking into crates. And there's going to be sound. Like, people are going to hear you breaking into a crate. That it, the, In the final mission, that happens. It's a brand new thing. You start prying it. And it makes noise, and then you have the option to stop prying. I guarantee you that'll be in in the DMZ mode. If DMZ is like Tarkovsky, you will 100% start with weapons and such uh, until you're out of kits. I see a 1% chance of DMZ being harder than Tarkov. Well, I don't know if anybody's saying that it's going to be harder than Tarkov. I think it's, it's, it's a similar style mode to Tarkov. Survival extraction is essentially the idea. Titanfall 2 is the bar for me when comparing FPS campaigns. How does MW2 stack up? I believe I agreed with you. Up to now, I thought the Titanfall 2 campaign was the best first-person shooter campaign I ever played. I believe they have passed the crown to MW2. The MW2 campaign is, in my mind, it's it was almost a 9. It only got knocked down off of a 9 to an 8.5 because of some of their decisions that they made. Now, there are people that disagree with me and thought that the stealth mission was dope and the final mission was fine. I don't agree, and that's fine. We don't have to agree on that. Do people see why the idea of competing with Call of Duty is silly? Yeah, they can just churn out two years of support, you know? That Fallout thumbnail turned out really nice, Creature. I personally don't see crafting in DMZ being the same as it was. Looking at leaks for tasks, I don't see anything about crafting stuff. Well, maybe the crafting then butters is in Spec Ops and the raids. I can't see them developing that entire wheel for crafting and all of those things for two missions. Well, I would say one and a half missions. That doesn't make any sense to me. Best FPS campaign, have you ever played Bioshock? Half-Life? Yeah, I have. I think Half-Life 2 is obviously in its own special sacred category, but I felt that this was the best I've played. It gave me what I wanted. It gave me a new next-gen first-person shooter experience. And it did it in stunning, stunning performance and graphics yo behemoth with five gifted memberships tk lotus freebird tv cliffo after hours gaming and cam darcy that's 11 new members for the day we're trying to climb back to at least 2,000 members we dropped quite a bit 30 days ago you guys went insane and all those members have now lapsed if you have previously gotten gifted members consider jumping back in on your own I agree, Lono says Nick shot. I would suggest you play MW 2019 campaign at some point. It's not required to enjoy MW2, but it's good stuff. Not without its own flaws, though. 
I'm waiting for him to play Half-Life Alex when it comes to the PS5. It'll be his new top. I don't know about that. IGN rating the campaign a 6. Does this sound suspect to you in any way? It's a click farm. I haven't reacted to his to his article. I'm going to read through it and react to it for the Reforge Reacts channel. I'm going to. I'm here to tell you it just it feels like a click farm. That's what it feels like to me. It's like, oh, everybody's giving it eights and nines. Yeah, all right. Got to, uh, I got I to gotta break from the pack and get some clicky clicks, you know? Like, what's everybody giving it? What's everybody giving Modern Warfare 2 campaign review. GameSpot, 8 out of 10. Common Sense Media, 4 out of 5. IMDB, 8.5. Dot- Four out of ten. Uh, GameSpot. I already said that one. Eight out of ten. Uh, boom, 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 boom. The Google crowd is. Well, hang on. That's that's the old one. Um, the gamer says no. Call of Duty: Modern Warfare 2's campaign is not too short. Deserto says it's a bombastic but buggy blockbuster. I'm curious what bugs they're talking about. Games Radar, Modern Warfare 2 campaign is out on PC and consoles. Yeah, it, it seems like a lot of the review outlets are giving it 8s. I give it an 8. I get I give it an 8. That's where I landed. I was on the way to giving it a 9 and I gave it an 8. Love the alternate angle. What's good, Chris? Speaking about shooter games, Will there be a new or upcoming Star Trek shooter game just like the old Star Trek FPS set in Star Trek Voyager? I don't have any idea. The Turk said they ordered coffee. Thank you, Smashville. We got a coffee order from the Turk. The Turk snagged the best of both worlds bundle. Hey, man, I hope you enjoy the light roast and the dark roast. Let us know which one you prefer, and then you'll know which one to order from here on out. We also have subscription options as well. Just in time for Halloween, this monster one-off brick-built gaming PC is giving us the chills. Wait, they have a PC made out of Legos? Get out of here. That's freaking awesome. That's dope. Can I have that Lego? send that to me man oh my gosh it's like a giant castle that opens up that's dope 6 out of 10 hot villain it's too distracting miss my stealth focus she is beautiful isn't she golly frick she's like distractingly pretty in the scenes that she's in she's yeah she's gorgeous but I put her in the hall of fame of villains I do I put Valeria in the Hall of Fame of Villains. There's only a couple people there. There's only a couple people there. Mark Hamill's Joker. Pagan Min. Vaz. Handsome Jack. I put I put Valeria in there with them. I'm telling you. Trilla. Trilla from Jedi Fallen Order. She was so good that I wanted a prologue. Just I wanted to play as her. And like harness my dark force powers. I, I was I like I thought Valeria stole the show I did I thought she kind of stole the show 6 out of 10 the sound was just too outstanding <laughs> 6 out of 10 that's right that's right thanks for the shout out 
Want to try the Frickmas blend once it comes in? Ah, I appreciate that very, very much. Pagan Min's a real one. Yeah, Pagan Min's just not in it enough. It's fantastic. Lady D from Resident Evil Village? Yeah, she's good. Everybody obsessed over how hot she was. Only had a few minutes of screen time. I don't see where you get that from. What do you mean? She only had a few minutes of screen time, and anytime she was on a screen, she stole the show. She was captivating. She was fantastic. She to me, she's just like Pagan Min. She's just like Pagan Min. She's so good. You're like, where is? Can we get more with that? Can we get more with her? That was amazing. You know what I'm saying? Her, the lack of her screen time doesn't take away from her performance, her writing, or how they, how she performed the, the voice acting. Pagan Min's the only good character in the entire game. I don't really remember any of the other characters in that in that game. Maybe that's testimony to what you're saying. I had a few bugs, says Kratos. Only one was kind of mission-breaking. I could not cut the rope when hanging upside down. One NPC glitched through a door on one mission. Huh. Can you explain more about Balance Acidity? So, what Balance Acidity does with our coffee is it gives it a very smooth, non-bitter taste. Usually with coffee, especially the the darker you roast it, it has this almost acidic, bitter bite to it. And a lot of people find it unpleasant. Some people will put a pinch of salt in their coffee because it kills the acidity and the and the bitterness or it or it tones it down. So for people that are either new to drinking coffee or you drink it all the time, we rec- I recommend the light roast to new coffee drinkers. And just get, I get uh, coffee made Italian sweet cream. You put coffee made Italian sweet cream in there, and we had a brand new coffee drinker. She compared it to the smoothness of like hot cocoa. If you are a coffee drinker, then I recommend getting the dark roast. Lona, with all due respect, what's not lost on us is you want MW2 to perform well as it correlates to channel bumps. MW2 is good. You're way overselling this and don't need to. Joe, if you want to insult me like that, take a walk take a walk literally because my channel performed really well when I was bagging on and ragging on Gotham and I stopped covering it because we didn't feel like it was helpful and to act like I'm praising the game because of how my channel performs take a take a fucking walk it's not an insult then you didn't read what you wrote very carefully How else am I supposed to take it that way? So you think in the eight years that I've covered video games that I'm suddenly going to go oversell a title because I get good channel performance out of it. That's what you think I'm doing. That's the trust I've earned from you. Sit in this chair, comb over trailers, hype for Dead Space, watch the trailer. Huh? What the huh? And I criticized it. Looking forward to Gotham Knights. Every time we covered Gotham Knights, we got amazing viewership. Saw the game for what it was and shredded it and pitched it to the side. Diablo Immortal. We were getting 20k views per gameplay video and I walked away from that game because of its monetization practices. So yeah, when someone insinuates that I'm praising a game because of how my channel's performing, I take it as an insult. I do. You should see it as an insult in light of how I run my content, brother. 
Like, seriously. I've literally walked away from games who were just giving us views and subs because I couldn't do it in good conscience. We were literally considering playing Diablo Immortal as a free-to-play player, and I couldn't do it. I couldn't I couldn't do it. I was like, I'm not gonna do this. I'm I'm not gonna do this. I don't want to promote this game. I find its monetization practices and its hidden misleading practices to be unconscionable. I'm not gonna cover this game anymore. And I got crazy channel growth from that game. Now I didn't walk away from Lost Ark because of the monetization, Eugene. I walked away from Lost Ark because I, I couldn't put in the time. I actually didn't find Lost Ark's monetization to be as bad as everybody said it was. So, we were getting... I was arguably getting better better uh, viewership from Diablo Immortal than I've, I've... Well, it was about the same. It was about the same. Because when I played Diablo Immortal, the both times I played it, we got like, I think between fifteen and 20,000 views on those videos and a ton of subs. And I got news for you. We would have gotten more because people wanted to see that game. Right? They they wanted to see that game chopped up, broken apart. There were a lot of guys that played Diablo Immortal totally free to play. You still walked away from a monster title in Lost Ark because you couldn't do it. Cyberpunk after the patches. Yeah, there was a time where Creature really wanted me to try to play Cyberpunk more. I like, can't friggin' do it, because the viewership was so good every time we touched it. Michael F. with 14 months, welcome back in. Homie, your history, Joe, your history with my channel and your membership is the only reason I took that a lot calmer than I would have from anybody else. If that had been some drive-by guy, I'd have bopped him immediately. I'd be like, get out of here. I'd have, I'd have walked him right out the door. I walked him right out the door. I, I, I genuinely, like, go watch my gameplay. Like, go watch my Modern Warfare 2 campaign gameplay. It, it, I, I wasn't trying to sell anything. I was genuinely blown away. I never play games on my couch. I don't have time. I installed it on my second PS5, and I had to play it at 120. And I played that first night vision mission and I couldn't believe it. I was like, babe, are you seeing this? I was like, and she's like, is that, are you playing? I was like, yes. I was like, that's not like, you know, real world recorded footage. I was like, I'm playing. I, I, I take, I take that kind of stuff very seriously. That's why you got gut checked as hard as you did. I do not and never, ever have I slanted my coverage because of channel performance. Never done that. I didn't do it with Anthem when we unveiled that Anthem had no endgame. I never did it with Destiny for frick's sake. I built an entire community around being honest about that dadgum game. So, listen. Watch the show open, Joe. You might have missed the show open. I'll give you the ending. Alright? This was the ending of my show open. The AI aimbot, the stealth, the tankiness, the crafting, and the overall sense of difficulty has me slightly worried about spec ops and the raids dialing in flat false difficulty. I remain optimistic given the work that clearly went into this title. I feel like that's pretty balanced. I feel like that's pretty balanced. So, 
I, I actually do have genuine concerns that like spec ops and raids are just going to dial in aimbot tanky killers and it'll feel like flat false difficulty. I'm worried about that because I felt there were times in the campaign where they dialed that in. Were you here yesterday? I was actually pretty harsh on the game. I was being critical. You know, I, I snapped. I snapped at Preacher because Preacher was like, he got a little condescending. He was like, well, this mission's fine. It was so well-received despite your opinion of it. I was like, huh, what the, huh? Like, I was I was pretty critical of the ending yesterday. Chat and me were having an argument. Chat and I were having it. Chat and I were having an argument. We were having an argument. I don't think you can do that. Because the past tense. Chat and I were. No, yeah, you can't do that. That doesn't work. The mission with the Shadow Company's guys was annoying AF, but I got it done. Crafting the weapon was nice. We respectfully disagreed. Yeah. I uh, I took issue with the tank mission. Yep. How can we avoid it? What, AK, don't bring it up and don't go looking for it. It's pretty easy. I feel MW3 had potential there. What? Do you, I'm not sure what you're referring to. Potential for what? He's an overselling Gotham Knights and Dead Space, and those shorts are taking off. Yeah, and you know what? I could totally feed that monster, and I haven't. I have other Gotham Knight shorts, and I think I have at least one or two more Dead Space shorts, and I just won't push them out. I can't freaking take it anymore. Did you like the camera prison mission? Yes. Yes, no spoilers, no spo- no story spoilers. There's a mission where you're you're guiding somebody along with a camera. It's almost like a um It's it's kind of like XCOM a little bit. You have like designated places and things the guy can do. Oh, it's dope. It's dope. I liked that mission. I thought that was very well done. Super creative. It was satisfying and it was just long enough. It was just long enough. It would have been if it would have been any longer. I'd have been like, "Oh, okay, enough's enough." You know, I thought it was cool. I left the Gotham Knights Discord this morning. I was over it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, listen, that Discord and the people in my comments. There's a part of me that sees through the the smoke and 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 the and how ruffled everyone is, and I just see a bunch of disappointed people that are trying to it's almost like everyone's in denial you know what I mean Lona being true to himself is worth more than clicks yeah and and listen listen like I said if that would have been some drive by hater we just would have bopped them but when somebody with a member badge who's been here a while says that it's like whoa 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 I feel like with all that we've been through as a community, I deserve a little bit more trust than that. That sequence, you can feel the angst for those uh, folks. It's not about profits. It's more like a way out of misery. Yeah. So you like the ending, though? I liked the ending. I didn't like the final mission. I didn't like... I'll take... Hang on. Let me, let me rephrase that. I didn't like the last 30 seconds of the final mission. Like, that last minute no spoilers but the lead up to that mission's great how you get in how you proceed dope the last minute i thought was awful it was jarring and disorienting and confusing which didn't it didn't communicate climax it was like 
what's happening like i i don't think you should have and and we disagreed with we disagreed in chat on this me and eugene and creature were all in disagreement I said that I don't think from a storytelling mechanic, I don't think confusing and disorienting the player, I don't think that transmits climax as well as it could have been. I had my oh, I, I still have I have a better idea for how that all should have played out. I, I, I should have it should have gone back to repelling personally. I sh- it should have been some crazy repel fight, but. I'm going to start the replay tonight. Knowing uh, what to do will make it flow better. Oh, for sure. Yes. When you know what to do. Oh, yeah. I kind of wanted to replay the stealth mission in that town. Because it's like, okay, I know the rules of engagement now. I know how this minigame sounds insulting. But it's kind of a minigame. I know how this minigame operates. So, let's let's go. Let me let me Let me attack this with more empowered intelligence instead of and I know this is subversive so I want to praise them for something that's hard to pull off they subversively gave me an experience of this is what it would feel like you would be on a razor's edge of survival you, you're, you're both skilled and intelligent but you're hurt and these guys are everywhere like, they subversively gave me that experience. Like, this is what it would feel like. This is how easy it would be to die. But eventually you get to that point where you're like, okay, now I'm just irritated. The, the immersion and the submersive effect is over. I, I'm now irritated. So I do praise them for that. I, I think that that was cool. The idea that you really feel like a guy that's hanging on by a thread. Exactly. After I got out that door, it killed all the momentum for me. I finished the game all right, but it was super anticlimactic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The final cutscene, no no spoilers. Final cutscene in the bar, excellent. Mid mid cutscene during the credits, excellent. I'm pumped. I'm pumped for the future of the of the story. I feel like you just nailed my feelings. I could not fully place it, but that was perfect summation, Lono. Oh, well, thank you. I think the survival mission was hamstrung by their loyalty to being immersive. If they walked you through it a little bit more, it would have been less jarring. In contrast to Alone, narratively was spot on. Gameplay. The, oh, the, the, the dialogue during that mission is amazing. It's effing raining hard. <laughs> the, dial- the, the dialogue in that sequence was fantastic I loved it I loved every minute of it I was like I was I was laughing out loud at times I was like and I don't I don't do that that often in video games you know it takes it takes a, 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 a the right kind of comedic timing to get me to kind of bust up laughing in a video game in particular you didn't get him to say he loves bourbon Oh, is there, is there, and Kentucky? Oh, there's a way to get lines about bourbon in Kentucky? I'd love that. For those of you who don't know, I live in Louisville, Kentucky. I've been here for 20 years. And uh, we, we, love, we love our bourbon. We love our horses here. New campaign missions release coming in DLC. Yeah, there'll be Modern Warfare 2 DLC campaign next year. 
next year. It's effing raining dragons. I'm freaking seeing dragons! I'd love some extra campaign DLC. Apparently, there's only been one time in the franchise history that they've ever done DLC to add to add to the uh, the story. You called me that yesterday, Adam Jensen. Who? What is that? The guy from Deus Ex? Oh, you think I look like him? I can kind of see it. Yeah, that spot. Speak English. Yeah, I love that spot, Arch Enigma. I laughed out loud at that spot. I thought it was good. LOL, you do. Ah, apparently, anybody with glasses, kind of messy hair and a beard, that's me. Campaign DLC makes the game look so bad, not gonna lie. Just why campaign DLC? I don't... Un- Wait, what's the problem? Jensen, we need you. I, yeah, I could totally be him for Halloween. Can you explain, Darken, why you're worried or upset about campaign DLC? What what's the what's the problem? New camera angle. Standing hair and shades. You could be him for Halloween. I don't oh, where are my sunglasses? I use Oh, there they are. I usually have sunglasses on the uh, on the desk. Are these the right ones? I think these are the No, these are not the right ones. <sighs> well, these ones got bent. Oh, no, they didn't. When's Call of Duty out? Friday. A $10 tip from D. Rick Venegas. There you go. I'm ready for Halloween. They're not narrow enough. They're too big. They're too big. A $10 tip from Derek Venegas says, What were the stakes in the first game compared to this game? I think they're building up to a climactic sequel instead of it being a Hollywood-style Michael Bay explosion sequel every single year. I said earlier that I think, thank you for the $10 tip, that I feel like they want to continue and have this be ongoing. That's why they're introducing who they introduce in the final cutscene. I think that's the whole point. Donkey made a video trolling all the AI in the campaign, just doing exactly the opposite of what they asked. It's pretty hilarious. Darken says, because it's campaign, I don't see why should someone pay more for that. I already paid like 100 euro for the full game in Vault. At least Vault owners should get the DLC for free. Oh, I don't know if they're going to charge you for it, though, if you bought the Vault edition. They set up the cast like a TV show. Yeah, it feels like they're going to be doing almost like an ongoing series. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that they're going to be like, oh, yeah, it's over after the next DLC. I thought the COD MW2 campaign was okay, but having this guy come back definitely shows they're milking the series, though. Yeah, we're trying not to put spoilers in the chat. I know it's been long enough for most, but the game's not officially out yet. I paid to win. I want DLC for free. (laughs) You're good, Jenna. You're good. 
it's been long enough that I'm not going to really be upset if anybody sees a spoiler, but we're trying to be respectful since not everybody got to play it early. It is a unique situation. They gave us like a week to play the campaign before the official release. So, yo, 14-month milestone for Nova Hands. I've become my father listening to talk radio all day. Thanks for making my workday more bearable. Thank you, Nova. To be fair, COD campaigns aren't very surprising. I thought this one did a good job with a couple of the twists and turns. I enjoyed it. DLC is free. And come on, the DLC is so small. How how do you know that? I think volume and pricing are super relevant to the discussion, though. Inherently, DLCs are not a bad thing. Corey says, I wish they would have used the camera for the stealth mission where you collected resources. I would have liked to have had ghosts calling out enemies so that players could react better. I said almost the exact same thing at the end, Corey. I was like, look, that mission would have been perfect if he would have been like two on your left, one at your six, one at your two o'clock. And it would have given me some orientation of, okay, I can I can use some of my stuff. I've got traps. I've got smoke bombs. I'm just walking around blind. And then you'd like peek and be like, well, there's a guy. He saw me. You know what I'm saying? You don't have a heartbeat sensor and it's not third person. So how the frick else am I supposed to see anything? Modern Warfare and Burger King. Select regions worldwide are offering a Modern Warfare 2 meal at Burger King. Get a free operator skin and double XP. I remember playing Black Ops 1 DLC, played for hours till I finished. This Modern Warfare 2 campaign, it finished so fast. Okay, first and foremost, it's a seven-hour campaign, which is roughly the length of basically all the campaigns. You're talking about that mission, the one I told you you'd hate? Camille, I liked it all the way up until I was in a coffee shop and I couldn't move without getting seen. So I just went guns hot after a couple of failures. I was like, F your couch and just killed everybody. I got irritated. I got super irritated. What's your thoughts on the opening first mission? I I have very minor gripes. I thought all the missions were excellent with the exception of half of the stealth mission I, I thought didn't work well. And then I thought the last minute of the final mission I didn't like. Other than that, I didn't have any issues. Well, the tank I thought the tank fight was stupid. I thought the tank fight was really stupid. For story reasons, I thought the tank fight was stupid for story reasons, and it just didn't flow very well. You know what I'm saying? I you you have a you have a pretty significant character. And that's how that that's how you you get past them. Like what? And then it just didn't play right. I honestly think I'm not kidding you. I think they set up a couple of instances where if you break from what they expected you to do, nothing works right. No, nothing works right. Because if you don't get on the roof, if you don't use the rooftops in that tank mission, it doesn't work right. I like. I broke line of sight and got in a corner and hid and he knew where I was and shot me through a wall. It was like, jung, 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 jung. I was like, how does he know I'm here? I put like three different buildings and walls between us, you know? But then you get on a rooftop and lay down. Oh, okay. One dimensional solution. A $5 tip from D. Rick. 
Some people prefer all these climactic over-the-top explosions from back then. This reboot series seems more leveled and grounded, and I appreciate both. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was good. I liked, I liked it. I liked how you had both types of experiences. The NPCs don't climb the roofs either. They'll hang out in the bottom. Yeah, and like the one time I literally saw them appear out of thin air, I was like, come on. I didn't use the roofs, honestly. You didn't have to use the roofs. Eventually, I just got irritated and I ran up to it and knew I could throw the C4 and duck in and blow it up and then he was dead. Like, I literally just was like, F it. It's time for, it's time for, um, it's time for Leroy Jenkins. Like, I just ran at him because it saved how much damage I had done. It, 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 I had a checkpoint. So it saved how much, you know, I had done to the tank. So I just was like, okay, fine. And I just threw the C4 at it. I got one shot multiple times by the tank too. It just didn't play. Yeah, it didn't play well. And that's the thing. That entire mission is fantastic. And then the tank fight is just kind of dumb. It's like, what? Like, you're literally, I'm not going to tell you who you're chasing, right? But you're literally chasing somebody through an entire place. It's an amazing perspective swap. You're playing as this team. And then you're playing as this team. And then you catch back up with this team. And they do a really, really good job with the cutscenes to orient you to, oh yeah, I just saw this. I'm picking up where we left off. Awesome. Stellar. And then you capstone it with, you finally caught up to him. Time to fight a tank. Huh? (laughs) What? I have an issue with the AI, says Kratos. I feel like the raids will be just overwhelming aimbots. I was not impressed with the AI that much uh, for what we think is coming. That's why I said the the AI is inconsistent, Kratos. There were times where I felt like the AI was awesome. They would talk to each other, they would move, they would flank, they would make really intelligent decisions, and it felt dope. And then there were other times where the AI is just doing this, just waiting. It's like as soon as you step in, boom, they nail you. It's like, what? Or they just come charging forward because they're tanky, right? It almost felt like they had predetermined list of things they wanted to show in the campaign, and most of it worked fine, but some of it felt super forced. Right, Valiant? It's like if you diverged from what they thought was the best approach or what mechanic they wanted to showcase, if you diverged from that, you ended up you ended up having a very bad experience <laughs> and it you know i think that's always going to happen when you decide to say hey we're uh we're going to break from first person shooter mode and we're going to go and do you know this instead you know they expect you to clear corners and peek like it's real yeah creature did say he's like you never did any of the door mounting and i was like well yeah because in the first mission with the night vision I kept door mounting by accident and I didn't like it. I was like, why does that keep happening? So I stayed away from doors because I felt like, what in the world's going on? Now, apparently you can go in your settings and you can set it up to be like really customizable. Obviously in a live streaming environment, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to be like day one jumping in the campaign, great viewership, everybody's really excited and I'm like dorking around in menus. So that was one of the reasons I never really went back and fiddled around with those settings for um, for the, you know, the, the 
the door mounting because it was happening by accident at first and I was like what in the world's going on and the one guy in chat was like giving me grief about it he's like why does he keep mounting every door I was like I, I'm not meaning to do that the game is kind of doing it on its own it was super super weird it was honestly it felt like it wasn't working right I switched my setting to auto vault and I can't turn it off after starting veteran, door mounting and pivoting corners before pushing is super important. Right, and that's what people were saying. They were like, look, you, you needed to play some of those areas and missions differently and it would have gone much better for you. You were, you were going so fast, you were leaving price behind. I was like, well, I didn't know that. It didn't seem that hard. They took control assuming you had no thumbs. Yeah, I guess so. They usually do during a campaign. The difference is this time around, the difficulty is bumped up a notch or two. Well, yeah, and I thought that was fine. I thought having the difficulty bumped up a notch, even for regular, I thought it felt good. I didn't feel like the difficulty was ever bad. It just felt inconsistent. There were times where it was like, okay, there's a reasonable amount of threat and accuracy. I know what to do. I know how to handle this. And then there were other times it was like, you. I felt like I couldn't move. It was very, it, it, it felt like it would kind of turn on a dime. You'd be like, what? And you'd be like, I can't see anybody, but I just got shot by three people. I, I don't even know what's going on. Normal isn't hard enough to force you to learn mechanics, and veteran takes you out of the experience a lot. Harden might be the sweet spot between game and experience. Thoughts on IGN giving Scorn a 7 and Modern Warfare 2 campaign a 6? Their credibility seems to be going out the door nowadays. It seems highly dependent on the reviewer, Garrett. They gave Gotham Knights a 5, and PC Gamer gave Gotham Knights a 49 out of 100. So I felt like, hey, IGN took a nice swing at that game. And then they said Modern Warfare 2 was one point higher than Gotham Knights. I think it's dependent on who does the review. The guy that reviewed Modern Warfare 2, I I honestly, I don't know what he's, I don't know what game he played. 6 is a bad score. Like, who are we kidding? Let's not even talk about Gotham Knights. Six is a bad score. That that guy played the Modern Warfare 2 campaign and he gave it a bad score. IGN has given Modern Warfare 2 a 6 out of 10. Somehow they gave Vanguard's campaign a 7 out of 10. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's the people who write the reviews. Because based on community feedback... On Vanguard, the 7 out of 10 sounded right to me from what everybody said. This feels like an 8 out of 10. This feels like a step up. This is a good game. It's a good campaign. They really did a good job. He said it was too violent. Wait, that's part of the 7? That's part of the 6 score? Lonely off topic, I just found my MP3 rip of the first album of Longwave, putting it on the phone now. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good album. We found that at Ear Ecstasy. I remember. I remember the night we found it. It was in one of the, the, the sample booths. You could push the button and listen to it. Do we think the review process when it comes to scoffing should be reevaluated? I feel like people look at anything below a 7 out of 8 is bad. Well, here's the thing. I, 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 I hear where you're coming from nearly crazy, but here's the thing. You kind of... <clears throat> when you give my channel a shout-out. Bye. Um, if... If you have a game of this caliber, 
yeah, I think anything below a 7 should be considered a pretty bad score. It's like, wait, what? They didn't... They, they got a failing grade? Why? Do you know what I'm saying? Because in my mind, you've got 10 possible points, and you're giving, you know, five different categories, two points each. You got, you got graphics, you got gameplay, story, cinematics, and, I don't know, sound, performance. And if each of those categories are getting, you know, one and a half, then that means they're going to easily get a little over a seven. So if every single one of those categories is is okay, it's like a one or a one and a half, then you should be landing on like a seven. And if a couple of those categories are like, nah, this was excellent, two, 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 you should very quickly have an eight or a nine. You know? Because if... if if you've got a two, four, six, right, and then a one, one, that's a seven, eight. Like you see what I'm saying? Like each category, you kind of weigh. And you're like, yeah, well, I thought this was maybe a little bit weak. Or th- if you're giving it a six, what happened? That's basically one, 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 two. Like five categories, everything got a one, and then this one category got a two. So you're, you know, obviously scoring like that's kind of tough, but you get what I'm saying. Like, if if you really break down every category of the Modern Warfare 2 campaign and you conclude that it's barely above a 50%, you give it a 60%, wh- why? What, what did it fail to do as a video game? Like I said, I'm going to react to his, I'm going to react to his review because... I, I guarantee you it's baked with it's baked with unfair presumptions and presuppositions because oh well it's Call of Duty and I'm coming with all this baggage in my brain that's not fair judge it on the merits of what it is it's a complete it's, it's, it's a continuation of 2019 but it also is a complete standalone fully launched title it's not DLC it's not an expansion so you can measure it against the game before it to a certain degree, but you also have to judge it on its own. Academically speaking, 6 out of 10 is just barely passing. 8s, 9s, and 10s are game of the year contenders. Um, no one, no one looks at review scores that way, though. Most people see a 7 and an 8, and they think solid game, like 7's like solid game, nothing to to blow your hair back solid game with flaws people see an 8 and they say that's a good game people see 9 and they think okay that's a very good game and then they see 10 and they think what who paid for this review (laughs) you see what I'm saying I I feel like that's a fair summary like if you get a 7 people are going to say solid game but nothing nothing impressive an 8 good game 9 that's a very good game. And then beyond 9, it just starts to get kind of weird. It's like, ah, oh, come on, 10, really? 10, you better be making a case for game of the year. If you give a game a 10, you better be making a case that it's game of the year. You shouldn't be handing out 10s that often. 9.5 should be like... It's... To me, 9.5 is the highest I can typically go most of the time. Because, like, I, there's going to be something in the game you got to take points off for. There's no way it's that... It's, there's no way it's flawless and perfect. I meant to say it's like an 8 to an 8.5. Didn't mean to say it was a 9. Gotcha. 
every modern game IGN has given a 10 out of 10 says Eugene they've got an article about it that's how I feel I just want to see where the line is review scores don't matter to me anymore they gave a blanking 10 to Deathloop and that game has broken AI and it first came out on the PS5 and then it even got patched later yeah like they gave Deathloop a 10 out of 10 but then they give the Modern Warfare 2 campaign a 6 and that's like one score above Gotham see that's the problem that's the problem when you give something like Deathloop a 10 out of 10 you're 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 setting you're setting yourself on a I think you're setting yourself on a bat on a shaky stage I think Modern Warfare 2019 was like was liked because that campaign you get way more immersed and you actually try to take it seriously this one's a little bit more bombastic I watched a recap of 2019 and thought this was an excellent continuation of the story four is a bad for IGN six is okay well they know nobody's reading it and thinking that which games if any would you give a 10 out of 10 score to I can't give a 10 out of 10 to Ghost of Tsushima. I probably give it like a 9 to a 9.5 because I do take issue with some of the quest designs. Um, yeah, Sekiro, I would give a 9 or a 9.5. I've, I've got criticisms of that game. Elden Ring. Elden Ring got dropped to like an 8.5 because of the performance issues and the end game, the back half of the game being unsatisfying. But it's got a lot in its corner. I can't give, I can't give, I cannot give Hellblade a 10 out of 10. No, because there's missions and there's mission design in that game that I find, uh, I, I find to be poorly designed. Um, running from the fire and the mission where you can't see or hear anything. I don't, I don't find those to be particularly good missions. Horizon Forbidden West, eight and a half eight and a half I didn't feel the fighting evolved I felt like it was regressive and oppressive and it had pop-in issues and graphical issues yeah Spider-Man I'd give a nine God of War 2018 I'd give a nine um yeah Returnal Yeah, Ori and or- Ori in the Blind Forest and Ori in the Will of the Wisps would probably both be nines, and then Returnal. <laughs> I think Returnal might be a nine and a half. Returnal might be one of the highest scores I've ever given a game, personally, because it's it it, it gets an extra it gets extra points for the for for its ambition and its creativity. It gets extra points for its ambition and its creativity, like. Returnal as a game is like a nine, but then I give them an extra half a point for how ambitious and how creative they were, because that game could have that game could have blown up in their face. But the the soundtrack, the gameplay, the graphics, the creativity, the story—it's I forgot how absolutely stellar, right? I forgot how absolutely stellar the the opening of Returnal was. Absolutely stellar. It was I I couldn't believe it. 
I, for, I forgot, right? Death Stranding for me was close to a 10, like a 9.5. Lono gave it the extra point because it's a Sony title and Loney's a Sony fanboy. Redfall trailer just dropped. Sorry, I misspelled. Not trying to spam. You're good. You're good. The one boss fight was an experience just to watch in Returnal. Ambition and creativity should be baked into the scoring. Well, however you want to phrase it, John. Like, okay, it is baked into the scoring. But, like, again, when I just judge it on the merits of being a video game. But then I step outside of that. And I look at the scope of video games in general. And I can say Returnal was ambitious and creative. It deserves extra for that. Because of when it landed and it shrunk its footprint and was truly next-gen, those are almost external realities. Those aren't necessarily contained in the game's quality. Those aren't transcendent. Do you know what I'm saying? Those aren't transcending, transcendent quality points. Like, 10 years from now, no one's going to really remember that, like, well, when Returnal launched, it w- this was an ambitious game because it was one of the first next-gen-only titles. You know what I mean? It'll be hard for people to remember those points about the game because those aren't inherent inside the game's systems. If you're not willing to give a 10 uh, to anything, the scale is pointless. No, I don't think so. I think having a 10 reserved for something that is virtually flawless. Yes, Akira is like a 9 for me. I hate that game as much as I love it. That game and I have a unique relationship. That game is almost like military guys would relate to this, right? They go through boot camp and they hate their drill instructor, but then they end up loving and respecting their drill instructor. Like, not all the time, but sometimes that ends up happening, right? The guy that that cuts you out of stone, you hate him, but then you end up loving and respecting him, and you have like a deep brotherhood and camaraderie with him. That's how I look at that's how I look at Sekiro. I look at Sekiro that way. It's like you son of a frick. But it it did something to me. It was a transformative experience. I think the point was that you are never willing to give a 10 out of 10, then it's pointless. I don't think that I'm never willing to. I just think it's incredibly hard to find a game that reaches that level do you know what I'm saying you're not giving anything a zero so giving something a ten shouldn't be a regular thing like yeah it's almost impossible to give something a zero as well ten does not imply perfection but it means that across all categories of the design test that no points were taken off for any reason not you specifically don't owe someone anyone tell me a game that you would give a ten to if you forced me, if you were like, listen, the, the, you have to give some games a 10. You have to give some games the highest score possible. Well, the games I would give the highest score possible to would be Returnal, Hellblade, Tsushima, Sekiro. Games that go beyond a game for me. The art transcends the screen. And it's it's like a... It's like a pleasant memory or a beach house or a family member that you like to spend time with. Like, it's something more than a video game. Does that make sense? Like, 
the, I would give though if you made me I'd be like yeah those games are tens then like if I have to say these are the highest rated games that I've ever played then yeah those games would get those scores not giving a 10 does not defeat the purpose of the scale infinity is unattainable but it exists as a reference if you can grasp this concept you won't understand how comparison really works Yeah, I think it's fine to have a 10 and say virtually every game I've ever played, I have some gripes, some minor gripes that knock it down to a 9.5 or a 9. I'd have to be able to play a game and have virtually no gripes to hand it a 10. If you can't grasp... Yeah, I thought you phrased that in in a a funny way. The Sekiro stream was a special stream. Mm -hmm. That's right. I mean, that... I was just raw. It was it was raw, and it's kind of uncomfortable to watch because I'm so in the moment and I'm so raw. Like I'm just I'm just saying things. It's like I was. It was. It felt like being exposed like a nerve. You know what I mean? Took me to the brink. Took me to the brink, and I still won. I don't get how people use reviews. In almost all situations, it feels like people are looking for confirmation bias. Like, internally, we all score a game and agree with the scores that align with ours. I don't necessarily do that. I don't think I do that, Corey. I mean, as much as I can be self-aware, I don't think I do that. I think I look for someone to substantiate their review. Like, I don't see the IGN 6 out of 10 and go, that's junk. I say, all right, I want to go read that. I want to see how he substantiates his position. I want to react to it. Is it strongly substantiated or is it weak? Is it a bunch of preloaded presumptions and expectations that aren't inside the game? He brought them to the game. The only game that'll be 10 out of 10 in your own mind will be a game made specifically for you. The reviewer took issue with the U.S.-Mexico border mission. Pretty sure they knocked it down because of optics. Yeah, and that's not a measurement in game review scoring. Anytime you give a perfect score to anything, games, movies, ETC, there's a lot of subjectivity. Like, there are things I consider 10 out of 10, knowing full well they aren't perfect, but they're my favorites. They didn't say it was bad, they said it was okay. Okay, here's the here's the thing though, Robert. No one looks at a 6 out of 10 and thinks that, and they know that. That, I'm not saying you're guilty of this, Robert. That's willful ignorance. It's willful ignorance to be like, yeah, the public's going to see a 5 out of 10 for Gotham Knights and be like, "Oh, that's probably a mediocre game, a passable game. A boring game." Not a bad game. Oh, a 6 out of 10? Oh, that's not bad. That's just okay. No one's doing that. They can go back to their scorings and be like, well, this is how we score. That doesn't matter. No one's looking at that score and thinking that. No one sees Gotham Knights getting a 5 and Modern Warfare 2 getting a 6 and saying, well, that's the difference between a mediocre and an okay game. First of all, mediocre and okay are practically synonyms. They're practically synonyms. Like, saying something's mediocre or saying it's okay, you're not praising or degrading in either statement. Mediocre is a very soft insult. Like, yeah, it was kind of mediocre. 
You're not saying it's bad. It was okay. Well, you're not saying it's good. They're just vague, slightly neutral statements. To use a review properly, you must know the criteria. I mean, I hear what you're saying. But 5 out of 10 is not mediocre. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're going to use a scoring system that way and you want to say that 5 is mediocre, that doesn't make any sense to me. I, I've, I've taken many, many a pop quiz in my day and I don't think anybody's getting 5 out of 10 right and going, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty mediocre. Right? That was, that was pretty mediocre. Oh, you freaking failed, you idiot. You got half of it right. 7 out of 10, I would say, yeah, that's, that's, you did a decent job. You barely skated by. Obviously, there has to be a level of quality to even be considered perfect. Technically, a 6 out of 10 is below average because you need a 65 out of 100 to pass a test. Yeah, we, we have a grading scale, okay? We have a grading scale. We have A, B, C, D, and F. I actually think we should move toward that. Minuses and pluses as well, right? And maybe even S tier, Okay. I think we should move to that because I think these scores are stupid because not everybody that's using a 5 out of 10. So when I see a 5 or a 6 out of 10, I got to go, wait a minute, guys. Wait, we need to go check what their criteria is because these guys over here say 5 out of 10 is bad. These guys over here might say 5 out of 10 is mediocre. We got to do some extra research. Frick out of here. Those scores are click farms. They want people to click. To a certain degree, that's what they want. They want people to click, oh yeah, 5 out of 10, let me go see what this guy says. 6 out of 10, what the frick, why? But like, give it a letter grade, because if they would have walked out and given, let's say, Gotham, they give it a D plus. It's a D plus, man. It's not failing, and it ain't average. It's, it's just underneath that. And then they had to walk out and tell you that Modern Warfare 2's campaign was a C. I think people would say, wait, 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 huh? A C? How? Like, it, it, it barely got above a D? That doesn't make any sense. So I think, I think letter grades would be more helpful. I mean, at the end of the day, it's all subjective. But when you see letter grades, you understand there's passing, there, 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 there's excellently passing, there's passing, there's just underpassing, there's almost passing, or oh, you barely passed, and then there's you friggin' failed. Eurogamer has a good system. Not recommend, no seal, recommend obligatory. I'm off to work. Earlier I mentioned it, how crazy visual issues I have. A clip if you're interested in seeing it. I mean, I trust you. I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't doubting that there were bugs. I just didn't have any. That doesn't mean they don't exist. I'm never going to be that guy. Well, I didn't have any. That doesn't mean there aren't visual problems and glitches. I like ACG scores the best. Buy, wait for sale, never touch. They all use decimals. It's all out of 100 if they're doing number scoring. 
yeah, that's the other thing. Is it's like, wait a minute, I don't understand. If you're gonna use decimals, then what the what the f? Like you you. <laughs> All of the work and the quality that went into Modern Warfare 2's campaign, and you're like, it's a six. What? How many points did you take off, and for how much? I think that in order to have true reviews, actual reviews need to be a standard scoring system that everybody uses. Trying to decipher what a review means by 7 out of 10 is ambiguous. That's exactly what I was just trying to convey. So you could literally have two different outlets giving completely different scores and fundamentally saying the same thing. 5 out of 10, mediocre. And then another outlet could give it a 7 out of 10, mediocre. They're saying the same freaking thing, and you're going to be like, well, I... So these guys thought it was better? They gave it a 7. No, they they, they, they said the same stuff. They, they, their, their scoring metric is just different. There is no standard, so everyone has their own standard. Which, may, yeah, which is what makes it just such a... so frustrating. That's why I start to feel like... That's why I feel like the number scoring thing, like IGN will run back and be like, oh, we're perfectly well within our right to call the Modern Warfare 2 campaign okay. You know, look at our scoring system. Okay, but who's going back and looking at that? Everyone sees a six. That's all they see, man. They simply see the six. And that looks like a bad score. That doesn't look like an impressive score. Mediocre is worse than average. Oh, right. Yeah, I mean, I... Did we hit it? We haven't hit 100k yet over there yet. That'll be our first 100k video over there. Mediocre has a negative connotation to it. No one says mediocre in a nice way. Yeah, I'm not saying that calling it mediocre was like praise, but again, someone could call it mediocre and give it a 5, and somebody else could call it mediocre and give it a 7 because their scoring would say, well, yeah, a 7 is barely passing. It's mediocre. You get a 70% on a test. You did you did pretty you did pretty poorly. You me that's mediocre. That's not very good score. 75, that's not bad. 80, okay, that's 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 better. You know what I mean? How close are we to your 6,000 subs from purple? We're nowhere near that now. We got to, our record is 3,000 members. And we're in like the 1600s now. We lost a ton uh, yesterday and the day before. Because people went absolutely insane like a month ago. So we currently have 1681. So we're like 319 members away from 2,000. I would like the floor to be 2,000. I don't think it's going to be really hard to do that. A lot of the people that get gifted aren't re-upping. So we'll see. In the next week, hopefully a lot of the people that got gifted a month ago start re-upping on their own. That's really what we need. Evan, if we're going to use Hurricane Wind Scale to measure games, uh, I'll listen to reviews that score on a category 1 to 5. Five, mediocre. 
this is kind of bland, unremarkable game we've mostly forgotten about a day after we finished playing it. A mediocre game isn't something you should spend your time or money on if you consider either to be precious, but they'll pass the time if you have nothing better to do. Examples, Crackdown 3, Fallout 6. So, right, and I think that's a fair summary of, of, of Gotham Knights. I think that's I think that's a fair summary. I, I look at that and say, okay, that sounds great. You know, that sounds excellent. I mean, that doesn't sound excellent. I'm saying that sounds like a that sounds like an accurate score of the game that I played. Not something you should spend your time or money on. You know, now to claim that Modern Warfare Two is one point above that is insane to me one point above that is what modern warfare 2 is okay these recommendations come with the boatload of ifs there's a load of games in here there's a load of game in here somewhere but in order to find it you'll have to know where to look and perhaps turn a blind eye to some significant drawbacks Num- giving a 6 to something they gave a 6 to wolfenstein youngblood mario party 10 medieval and assassin's creed chronicles china that's what they're that's what they've given sixes to yeah i don't know why it does that eugene so they're saying that modern warfare 2 is like on the level of assassin's creed chronicles china and wolfenstein youngblood it's a six seven is it's a good game FIFA 20, Yoshi's Crafted World, Far Cry New Dawn, World War Z. 8 is a great game. Outer Worlds, Division 2, Kingdom Hearts 3, Greedfall. See what I'm saying? Like, Modern Warfare 2, as I played it, it's like, yeah, it's an 8. It's a great game. It's a great game. It's not a 9. Amazing. Resident Evil 2, Super Smash Ultimate, uh, Forza Horizon 4, and they get Batman Arkham Knight a 9. Because I actually think that's a good score. I thought that game was amazing for its time. Ignore the PC port. Ignore it. it. Because that was not indicative of the game's quality. Masterpiece, number 10. God of War, Last of Us, Breath of the Wild, Grand Theft Auto. I think those are fair. I think those are fair examples of games I would call a masterpiece. Yeah. So I don't mind if IGN wants to give out 10s. I'm taking issue with, even according to their scoring... Even according to their scoring, they'll only recommend Modern Warfare 2 with a bunch of ifs and qualifiers. Yeah, you gotta hack through a lot to get to the good to get to the good stuff. You forgot Red Dead 2? It wasn't on the list on their on their on their site. The second stream topic is Modern Warfare 2 skill-based matchmaking. Cause Tim the Tapman and a lot of people are all saying the same thing. Funny enough, they're saying the same things I said. And we'll be talking about that in the second stream. We're kind of double dipping. We're doing two COD streams because the topics are very, very different. I feel like we've had a great time discussing the Modern Warfare 2 campaign and review scores. Um, so, I think the I think the, 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 this new discussion needs to happen before the game comes out this weekend. That's what I was referring to. IGN reviewers are basically editorialists. They don't go in playing the game with the naked eye. You can rate it a 6, but you can't praise it like they did and then give it a 6. 
That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm going to react to the review score, Eugene. Because I'm like, if you're going to say this game is a six and you can only recommend it with a bunch of ifs, like that's what their summary of a six is. It's okay. You've got to hack through a lot to get to the goods of the game. If you're going to say that, then you need to, to substantiate that. What did the game do that led you to say that? And I've, I've, I've got a pretty strong inclination that he won't make a compelling case. Because I don't think you can make a compelling case. You could say, I didn't really enjoy it. That's not substantiating calling it a 6. And being like, yeah, I can only recommend it with a bunch of ifs. It scored one whole point higher than Gotham Knights, which is so bad they're basically saying it's not worth your time or money. That's what a 5 out of 10 is from IGN. It's not worth your time or money. And somehow Modern Warfare 2 is barely a point. It's, it's a point above that. No, I won't be doing a live reaction. We record all of our reactions now. Nine hundred is what's better than click rate. Getting other content creators to talk about you. Oh, nine hundred IQ is what's better than click rate. Getting other content creators to talk about you. Well, sure. Right. It's quite literally the opposite of the Halo reviews where there were glaring issues and then they gave it a 9 out of 10. David Jaffe was talking about this in another show. He said he hasn't started it, but he had some interesting takes on how people are grading games today. IGN 6 means the review is unfounded. I agree, just campaign was 8 out of 10, hoping the rest of the game bumps it to a 9. I was actually I was actually ready to give it a 9. I was. I, I dropped it down to an 8. 8.5. Yeah. Yeah, I dropped it. Just, just a touch, just because of some things I thought they could have done better at the end. I, I, I'm, I'm being... I'm being critical in light of how great the game is. And I think that's fair. Yeah, I saw that lock ray down. We can't watch that or talk about that, obviously. We'll probably have to bump that tomorrow. Unfunded? Oh, IGN 6 means the review's unfunded. IGN 6 means they tried to charge too much for their review and the developer didn't pay it. (laughs) I agree. 8 or 9 out of 10 sounds about right. Do so much right. Still can't believe they give it a 6 out of 10. They don't know COD. I just feel like they're playing... I just feel like they're playing the game. They're playing the game. They're getting people to click. They're getting people to talk about their review. More people are talking about the IGN review score than are talking about, like, the game itself. Does that make sense? It's almost like, yeah, everybody's talking about them. I mean, I'm going to react to their article. That's going to that's gonna put more eyes on the article. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like they're I feel like they're playing the game which at one level I think playing the game is okay if you can substantiate what you're saying right like my my negative takes on Gotham I knew what I was doing when I highlighted negative clips and used them for shorts I knew what I was doing but I also could substantiate what I was saying in those clips. Does that make sense? Like, 
this game looks and feels like a mobile game. That's not a hot take click farm. I can substantiate that. I can break down every level of movement, combat, camera, transitions, gameplay, traversal, every level of that game, even its menu systems, and it substantiate why I think that. That's my issue with the 6 out of 10, is if I go and read it and don't see him substantiating the 6 out of 10, then you've just lied to the public for clicks. Yeah, I'm going to throw this 6 on here. According to my review, it's like an 8, but I'm going to throw a 6 on here because it's going to get everybody talking about my review. That's not playing the game in an honest way. You can play the game and be honest. You can have negative takes, negative clips, negative thumbnails, but you better substantiate what you're saying. It's 100% a combination of internal bias knocking the score from the start and click farming. You can smell it click farm when you read the review. It has a lot to say. It had a lot of nothing to say. It's kind of like Crocs. Everyone likes to make fun of them and say they're ugly, but everyone has a pair and loves them and wears them every day. Everyone loves to hate on COD, but plays it. Yeah, and they gave Vanguard a higher score than MW2, which doesn't make any sense. Gotham Knight's story was Resident Sleeper. whole dadgum game is Resident Sleeper. Could we get 11 more likes on this video? Guys, always remember, when we go to the second stream of the day, I'll need more likes, but right now, let's hit 500 likes. Let's do it. The PS5 DualSense Edge controller is up for pre-order on PlayStation Direct. I am interested. Thank you. Uh Thank you, thank you, thank you, Sven. Edit and check out. Do, 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 do. Pre order. Dual Sands. Wireless controller. Launch day. Do we know what the launch day is? Oh, January. Eligible zip codes only. I hate how it always does that. Uh, da, 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 da. Continue to payment. January is not too far away. I can wait that long. I can wait that long. I, uh, I obviously want this to try it out. I also got the God of War one. Um, That, 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 and that, and review my order. Place order. Thank you, Sven. We got it. Order placed successfully. Appreciate you, homie. I am way too busy to keep up on stuff like that. After this video, no one will be calling it DLC. They've improved and added so much. How long is the uh, how long is the video? Ah, dad, gummit! That would have made a great that would have made for such a great second stream today. But I just don't I don't like doing that. I don't like haphazard content. I'd rather do that. That can be our lead tomorrow. 
can be our lead tomorrow. We waited all weekend to do the the God of War uh, hands-on preview stream, and that stream yesterday crushed it. So, I'd and we and we could have thrown that together on Friday, and we didn't do it. We didn't do it. We waited, and I think it I think it paid off to wait and have good coverage. Are all the PS5 controllers bad? Because some places force you to buy an extra one in order to buy a PS5. That's not why they're doing that. They're upselling you because they know the demand for the PS5 is so high they want to make money on the accessories. They're squeezing you, brother. PS5 controllers have stick drift just like Xbox and Nintendo controllers have stick drift because they're all getting their joysticks from the same supplier. There's new technology uh, with like magnets and impact, lack of impact or something like that. Impactless or something. Um... Yeah, it's an eight-minute-long video on combat. Will you? Will that'll be our lead tomorrow? Fresh servers in New World. Will you revisit that game? Very doubtful. They they funnel all the viewership to purple. I don't. I just. I don't see that game living over here as a live, as a live video. I just. I don't know. I. I. If I was an uploader, it'd be different because the upload content that we did on React did great. But I, I, it just feels like a fool's errand to live stream that video, oh, that game over here. I don't particularly trust IGN. I just wanted to push at what you were saying. No, I get what you're saying, Robert. I totally do. I totally get what you're saying. I just, I, I don't think that justifies it. You know, I don't think that justifies it because everyone's looking at that six and thinking that's a terrible score. No one seeing Modern Warfare 2 campaign getting a 6 out of 10 and thinking, oh, that means it's okay. (laughs) Nobody is seeing that and saying that. Not to mention, it sounds like the review itself doesn't say that it's okay. It sounds like the review talks about how great it is and then just knocks it down a peg for the F of it. It's like, it sounds like it's, it sounds like the actual review is written like an 8 and then they're just like, yeah, 6. It was like all the Halo ones. All the Halo reviews read like sevens, soft sevens, and then they'd give it a nine. They don't want to upset Microsoft. King Kong Pro 2 controller uses the electromagnetic joysticks that essentially eliminate stick drift. I skimmed it. They kind of said it was okay. I'm going to react to it, Robert. I want to see. I want to see. Because I want to see how strong the argumentation is. If he actually attempts to substantiate that the game is okay, that sounds like a shrug shoulder. Like, mediocre is like, eh, it's mediocre. It's forgetful. Okay? Eh, it's okay. What? Turn Rumble off for better battery life? Well, I... If the battery life's bad because of the rumble I mean you're, you're gonna miss out on all the great haptic feedback that's one of the reasons to have the controller <laughs> do you know what I'm saying that's like that's one of the reasons to get the controller man is that has that haptic feedback baby you know uh I forgot I wasn't watching let's get this let's get the next stream uh so Scheduled. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ah. 
you literally have to type out Call of Duty Modern Warfare II to get the appropriate game because there's so many. There are so many. Like in YouTube, you like you pick the game you're playing or covering. There are so many Call of Duties, so many different Call of Duty Modern Warfares. It's like Call of Duty Modern Warfare II, and then you look for the 2022. Like, there it is. <laughs> Come on, YouTube. Clean that up. <laughs> Clean it up for the sake of the algorithm. Uh, boink. If you play competitively, turn off Rumble. Oh, well, for sure, for sure. I guess, it, no, that's fair. It depends on the game. I won't deny that. It, it depends on the game. If you're playing a game and you feel like you don't need rumble, I mean, you know, the haptic's not super important, then yeah, I, I could totally see turning it off. I'm thinking all the games that I play, you know, action-adventure games where the, you know, the haptic is, is a huge point of immersion, I, I could see that, you know, being a, a, a huge bummer to, to turn that off just to conserve battery. Great team as always. Won't be able to make it for the next one. All right, see you, Takashi. I'm going to quickly run upstairs and use the restroom. Guys, don't go anywhere. The next stream is going to be a hot one. We're talking about Modern Warfare 2 skill-based matchmaking. It was too much of a different topic to include in this video. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere.
I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I realized that it, uh, it was Tuesday and I needed to grab my lunch. This song goes hard. Crazy hot take. Super life hacker, just sensible. If later the internet has no place for that, what did he say? Preacher says, any review that comes out before the full game, I count irrelevant. Right now, it's popular to hit on anything Activision Blizzard. So it doesn't surprise me that IGN scored it that low. I mean, I was on my way to giving it a 9, Preacher. And I had my own criticisms yesterday. And you and I butted heads a little bit on it. But I can't imagine dropping the score that much. You know? Yeah, having a nice USB-C cable, a nice long one, is really helpful. Yeah, Derek. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize the mic is always on on the controller. It'll like record highlights, and I think you'll be in. It'll your voice ends up in the recording. Some funny clips. Yeah, wasn't there a clip of a guy finally beating a boss in some game? And he was like, like I had no idea. It drains the battery. Wait, so if you mute the mic, does that help the battery last longer? You can change it in settings, but it makes for great Dark Souls trophies. I should go listen to see if there's any in there from Sekiro. I wonder if a lot of my trophies aren't that impressive, though, because I probably just like, <sighs> like, just took a sigh of relief instead of saying something. We have different opinions on things. That's okay. I was a little too abrasive. I apologize. Well, and I, I shouldn't have snapped on you so harshly, but like, I think one of the reasons I did, I was having such a good time with the game. I was bummed that I suddenly had things in the game I didn't like. You know what I mean? Like everything was so smooth and then that happened and I was like really I was bummed I was like man this game was cruising it was humming it felt almost flawless yeah it was a buzz kill my buzz got totally killed by that I'm like ugh
you can go into settings and turn it to automatically turn the mic off whenever you turn the controller on. Yeah, does it always do the orange light though? Like what Robert's saying? I plugged my my PlayStation controller once into my PC and it started playing the music through the speaker. It treated the controller like a speaker. I have no orange light on mine. I mean, if you push the button to mute it, it turns the orange light on. Wait, Sane is saying my mic is muted and I don't have the orange light. So you did it through the settings and it doesn't turn the orange light on? What's with the Activision Xbox deal? It's affecting which version I'm going to get. Which version of what? orange light is off and the mic is on saint is saying that he toggled it off in the settings if you guys are just tuning in for the modern warfare 2 campaign review i already gave my thoughts at the very beginning we're going to be transitioning to talk about modern warfare 2 skill-based matchmaking should be an interesting one My mic is muted and doesn't have the orange light either. Wait, I was wrong, says Zubair. So he retracted what he stated. Once I got into the menus, the orange light turned on. It amazes me how some gamers are such boomers about new features. Just push the button on the controller if it isn't muted. Right, but Sid, it like, like when I'm playing Hogwarts Legacy with a really nice looking controller and this is glowing green for my house, you know? This obnoxious orange light down here, come on. Yeah, I don't need that. It's, it's kind of a bummer. It's an $80 controller, and you can't let me toggle that light off? Why are people saying the campaign is bad? I honestly don't know why people are saying the Modern Warfare 2 campaign is bad. I didn't know about this about the mic settings, but I'm not going to do it if it means I get a constant orange light. Yeah, it's obnoxious. 
pretty sure that's a privacy requirement or best practice at least that if someone's listening or watching it's supposed to have an indicator but it doesn't have an indicator the indicator is only if it's muted or you're saying that's why it needs to do that That's a ham sandwich. I think it's chicken or turkey, actually. Doesn't bother me. My hand's sitting in my lap. Yeah, I mean, if somebody's holding their controller kind of out in front of them, you know, they can see. I can see this in its right. My monitor is there, and then, like, right here is my controller. It's in... So yeah, I, I take it down and put it back here. I won't see it. <clears throat> the setting does nothing. I can still press the mute button and the orange light comes on. Yo, my man Prowl8413 bringing his viewers over. Guys, make sure if Prowl talks in chat, click on his name, check out all of his channels. He has uh, He's raided us a couple of times. That's not a common thing on YouTube. Obviously, we want to see that fostered, you know, raids and d- redirect and, and memberships. Everybody coming over from the Prowl Raid, thank you so much for coming over. This is Reforge Gaming. We do a daily talk show. We're finishing up my Modern Warfare 2 campaign review. Our next stream, we will be doing a second stream. The second stream is going to be about the Modern Warfare 2 skill-based matchmaking, what Tim the Tapman had to say, what Dr. Disrespect had to say, very similar to things that I have said. So welcome in, folks, coming over from the Prowl Raid. If you like talk show-style content, we, excuse me, we are not done we are not done we have uh, another stream coming I'm just sort of I'm, I'm literally eating quickly as we finish this first stream we, I gave my thoughts the good the bad and the future about the Modern Warfare 2 campaign you keep saying click his name in chat is that perhaps the streamer feature on, on desktop you should be able to click on his name bleep I mean, I'll put his channel in chat. You can't click on his name on desktop, like go to the three dots and say go to channel. Nothing happens when I click the name. YouTube made it more difficult to go to a person's page. Okay, well, I put the link in chat. That's really unfortunate. No three dots. That's right, you bunch of plebs. You can't do what I can do. There are no three dots. I'm talking about over on the other side of chat. On the right side of chat, when you highlight someone's name, there's no three dots.
There's three dots on the right, but it's only for reporting and blocking. What the huh? That's so unhelpful. That's so unhelpful. Well, thank you everybody for coming in. Oh, we're over here right now. Thanks everybody for coming in with the Prowl Raid. I'll put the I'll put the link in chat one more time. Click the link. Show him some love. Subscribe. Check out his vids. We do a talk show here multiple times a day, Monday through Friday. You're catching us on the end of our first talk show, getting ready to go to our second talk show. They took that away a while ago. It's weird. They didn't take it from me. Maybe because streamers need to be able to check on stuff more. Like, I got to check your channel and how long it's been around and all that. I'll be hopping on the MW2 campaign to try to finish it up here in about an hour. <clears throat> I finished it yesterday and reviewed it today. No spoilers in my review if anybody here wants to go check it out at the beginning of the broadcast. And then obviously if you want to watch Prowl finish it, I'm, if you want to see what he thinks. I had, I loved it and then had some minor criticisms at the end. Yo, Sean coming in with a seven month milestone. Hey, Lono, late to the party cool second cam angle you can see the new god of war video yeah that'll be our lead tomorrow looks like they're the um the, it's the one who had all the missing minutes from game informer <laughs> finally <laughs> You sold me on MW2 Lono. I bought it earlier. I honestly think even with my minor criticisms, it's still a strong recommend for me. It's still a really strong recommend for me. Left Control Gaming says, I used to use it all the time and then it stopped working. They've got to be rolling out something new with Chad. How many hours did it take you? It took me between seven and eight hours, somewhere in there. It was more than seven, but it wasn't more than eight. Campaign alone is not worth 75. I think it is. I think it is. As someone who grew up playing Call of Duty, I I, I think it is worth it. Because we know that Spec Ops and Raids are also coming, so... Now you have to copy and paste the name into search? That's so inconvenient. That's so inconvenient. You think Spec Ops will be a good... I have my concerns about Spec Ops. 
and I have my concerns about the raids because some of the AI and some of the behavior in the campaign I found to be uh, unenjoyable and worrisome. It feels like they might dial in um, they might they might dial in some flat false difficulty. That's my concern. That boom is distracting on the other angle. No, it's not. It's fine. New God of War video just dropped. Yeah, that'll be our lead tomorrow. It's definitely one of the best campaigns they have done. Can't beat World War, Modern Warfare 2, or Black Ops. Those are masterpieces. I put this at the top of the pile, personally. I actually put this one at the top of the pile. I think it's great. I don't think it's... I don't think it's outdone by any of those first ascendant thoughts. I have not had time to dive into first ascendant. I was fiddling with the second cam and the ceiling rig and the Lego channel all weekend, as well as decorating for Halloween. So it's like my weekend just it got I it I blinked and it was Sunday night. I was like, ah, oh, I had nothing done for Monday. Like so we I didn't I didn't get a chance. I didn't really get a chance to uh, to play first ascendant. So, I wanted to. I wanted to check it out and see what I thought because everybody was, you know, obviously everybody was talking about it. So, hard agree. Top of the pile for me as well. Haven't enjoyed a COD campaign for years. Breath of fresh air. Yeah, I saw your tweet, Sean. I mean, it's. I think it's fantastic. I it 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 definitely brought me back. It was like okay. I do think a lot of us that are having that feeling and that sensation, I think we do have something in common. There is a bit of bias in that we took a really, really big break from the game. So I do think some of it is uh, some of it is new car smell, you know? Um, yeah, Colin Suits, I, I was okay with that. It felt like one of those weird moments in 24 where you know you got the baddie, but you gotta let the baddie go. Like, I feel like that had been done... That had been done before. But I... So, I'm not gonna quibble that much. I think sometimes in stories like that, you're gonna have things that are crazy. You know, you're talking about a video game where a small team of people pull off the seemingly impossible. So you're already speaking within the realm of things happening that are that are tough to believe and, you know, kind of unlikely or quote unquote unbelievable, right? So I, I don't know. I'm I'm always willing to give I'm always willing to give a little bit of room on stuff like that because we're already playing and engaging with something that's it's on the edge of being, you know, almost kind of fantasy. You know, the G.I. Joe fantasy of a, of a small group of people doing what these guys are pulling off. You know, it's, it's obviously rooted in reality, but it at the same time is not hyper-realistic either. You're getting shot a ton throughout the entirety of the thing, and people are just missing you know, big huge attacks and they just completely miss 
They may have wanted to be say true to life with the whole let the smaller fish go for the bigger fish. Well, and we don't know if at that time I'm trying not to do any uh, story spoilers. We don't know if at the time you were being directed to let that person go because people in the background were manipulating you and they wanted to keep that guy in play. Do you know what I'm saying? There could have been elements to that that you're kind of supposed to go back and retroactively be like, there was more going on there. Do you know what I mean? Doing a member stream today? Yes, we will be doing one today. We didn't get to do one yesterday, T-Bone, because the, the campaign, we just, we played the campaign for like a really, really long time. Why are you letting him go so the story can happen? Yeah, but they didn't need to do that for the story to happen, Italian, because you they didn't even need to let you catch him. I think they wanted it to feel like wow, we got him awfully early, what the heck's gonna go, what the, what the heck's gonna happen, and instead of doing the cliche, he's not the real bad guy, it's like, no, you gotta let him go. I thought it was creative. That was not a cliche, predictable, stereotypical thing. Something that would have been cliche, stereotypical would have been a sniper takes him out and you don't get to interview him or he pops a cyanide pill or something and then he's not even really the real big bad there's another big bad behind him that would have been cliche and stereotypical it was a bit of a gut punch as a player you're like are you kidding me i liked that it made you feel more in the moment because you nobody's i didn't see that coming you know what I mean? Usually, it's very predictable and cliche in those moments. He's like, I won't tell you anything. And you're like, yeah, well, what if we do this? And he's like, all right, I'll think. And then someone takes him out, you know. I think they showed the power of our Air Force perfectly. The saying, we own the sky, portrayed it perfectly. Yeah, the one mission where you could control the helo, I had a really hard time telling, like, when and how I was supposed to use it. Like sometimes it was blowing up buildings and then other times it would just like shoot the building. I'm like, I don't I can't tell what you want me to do here. Do you want <laughs> do you want me to use it on every single thing that moves? Or am I supposed to be saving it for vehicles? Am I am I supposed to be saving it for some poignant moment? I, I, I couldn't I couldn't tell. Spoiler alert chat, we let the bad go go bad guy go all the time. Anyone else just stop and look at the skybox and landscape? I didn't ever look at the skybox. Right? I was constantly looking at the environments, but and but not the skybox. I thought the environments were stellar. Yeah, the AC-130 mission was fantastic. What if the whole removing... Chatterlink is a diabolical plan for Google to keep their job by showing the searches being used. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is, Bleep. Yeah. They're they're creating redundancies in their own platform so that you you use search more often. <laughs> no. I know nothing about the military, but how could a PMC like Shadow Company just go rogue like that? Well, I don't. I don't get down into the the deep analyzation of the story elements. I just kind of enjoyed it. I couldn't get the twenty five mil to work 
I had to use the next one. I think it was the 40 mil, and that was not fun. Oh, you couldn't get it to work? It was like you had to hold it down, and it was like, and it would like come out after the fact. I didn't like the campaign because I couldn't slide cancel. <laughs> Six out of ten, four out of ten. Real bad score, dude. I couldn't slide cancel. F this game. Virtually unplayable. I didn't pay attention. You didn't pay attention if you think they just went rogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is odd. This is the thumbnail I have set for my goodbye. The one with me smiling, but when it shows up, people comment this. Oh, yeah, I've seen that before. Uh, MW2. And I agree. All right. Sending these tweets out. There we go. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, do, 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 do. Let's send out the announcement. Go down here in the general. All right. Listen. If you guys do not enjoy writing redirect because sometimes redirect doesn't work very well then I am going to give you a link to the next stream we are discussing Modern Warfare 2 skill based matchmaking and the reason that we're discussing it the reason that we're discussing it is because, well, <laughs> people are saying they're not going to play the game because of it. And I actually kind of agree with them. So I'm going to give you guys a link in chat. Hello from Spotify. Glad to catch you live. Thanks for coming from Spotify. So click that link in chat if you prefer that over uh, going to redirect. You can click that link instead. If not, I'll bring you with me when we switch. Hey, thanks so much for clicking on the video discussing Modern Warfare 2 skill-based matchmaking. Tim the Tapman has some things to say about it and how much time he's going to spend in the game. And very similar to things I've said, we're very different streamers and we're sort of in agreement on skill-based matchmaking as well as Dr. Disrespect. Also some leaks about how it might be adjusted. I'm going to give you a very quick update right here at the beginning of the video so you don't have to go searching for all of the details. It is a longer stream because it's a live stream channel. So if you like these quick updates and discussions, make sure you hit subscribe and the bell button. I'm going to end the previous stream. I gave my full review of the campaign from Modern Warfare 2. I'm going to end that stream and bring everybody over from it. We do multiple talk shows a day. If you want to see my review of the campaign, the good and the bad,